Good morning, afternoon, evening, whatever the fuck time it is when you're listening to this. What's going on, you guys? Whatever this is, are you? This is Just a Ride Podcast, uh, episode 42. This is an auspicious episode, yes, gentlemen. Oh. 42. Do you know why? Do you know why it's an auspicious episode? You've been idea? dying to tell us. This is, I've here. been waiting for this for, for 42 weeks of my life, actually. Don't you panic. I'm, I'm not going to panic. I'm, I'm He's going to shoot the, his water right now in the wrong time. I'm the picture of composure right now, for anyone who's wondering. It's perfect. There's no video, so no one can argue with me. <laughs> I'm, I'm so fucking composed and not sweating at all. So, 42, for any of my nerds out there, is uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to nerds. the Galaxy. Yeah. Yep. Um, it's the answer given by the supercomputer to the ultimate question of life, the universe, and everything. Boom. However, 42 is also cool for Scatcast because... It is the ASCII code for the symbol of the asterisk. Oh! 42 is the kitty butthole, oh. boys and girls. And that symbol is often thought to translate to anything or oh, anything. I'm so happy. So This better be a good episode. This has to be the best episode. If it's I not, like it is I'm already. firing Zach and then I'll fire myself. <laughs> Out of a cannon <laughs> into the quit, sun. So. <laughs> and Jeff's going to quit because he's, he's, he's a contrarian. Well, I like that a lot. And it also breaks down <laughs> to a three, <laughs> which for some reason I like things that are, can be turned into a three, like four plus two equals six to broke divide. Yep, yeah. yeah. So Root numbers. <laughs> I don't know why shit. that makes my serious. But my wife and I were talking about it. It's like, I wonder where on the spectrum I am because I definitely am somewhere on it. And yeah. it's getting more and more so as I, you were talking about how I isolate myself. I'm in my studio like basically all the time. Uh, yeah, it's getting a little crazy. Oh, I was doing, so I was, Me uh, too, bro. cry Me for too. help, bro. Me too. My truck was in the shop yesterday. I was waiting a little bit and I was doing the 23 thing, mm-hmm. looking at number, trying right. to figure out ways to make, make things. So you got do it the too. 23, yeah. You're on there too. Fucking but it's only because th- of the movie. Fist bump for the fucking weird stuff in our brains. Fist bump. I know yeah. you got the stuff going. Boom. <laughs> it's only because of the movie. So, and ever since I watched that movie, I've right. done that. Oops, sorry about that. It's all good. He's throwing I, things. I actually, Calm down, dude. Take it easy. Right there. Oh, You're you. out of control. There's actually you. an author that I've talked about here called Robert Anton Wilson, and he brought it up. I think it's 32, and that's the same kind of thing where you'll see it. Once you start thinking about it and it, and it has some sort of meaning to you, you will see that number everywhere. I have my zip code. I was able to make 23 out of it. And I can't remember how I did it. I have to do it again. But my new, my new zip code. Right. I, I messed with it until I got 23. <laughs> and then it made you happy. And I, you start adding shit, and then it only makes sense to you. Right? It, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yep. Seriously. Yeah. I've done, I, I do that with the, uh, the wattage on my vape. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I'm like this if you add this up this way this way and then this way it's a 666 <laughs> <laughs> I'm evil no, no. which is funny for some reason I right, don't really I know. know so dumb it used to be a, a trolley thing that people did and now it's like I don't care nobody cares I including have, me I also don't care <laughs> you know this week on, on Scatcast or actually it'll be yeah it'll be this week uh, on Scatcast Tuesday show it was our 66th episode and I had six execute order sixty six. <laughs> there you go. That would have been fine. <laughs> but then I had six skit scats created, and I didn't do it on purpose. But uh, I was like, well, sure you episode, didn't. I didn't. You liar. <laughs> I didn't. But it did feel like you know. 
a lot of Christians are feeling it right That's now. That's some Matana movie shit, dude. It I is. knew you were one of them. Yeah, I yeah. Knew it they're the feeling whole, it, and I don't want to. You know, I don't want to shovel on. <laughs> like I've already done. I've said my piece on religion quite a bit. <laughs> anyway, it's gonna it. happen again. You guys are just, you're gonna have to love us through it. Yeah, it that's, is. A, that's a Christian value. You have to love us through it, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you are not like, you, no, we don't have apparently to. you're required to, so we choose to, you pieces yeah. of shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like shoveling on. No, anyway, uh, well, we've been through some stuff since we saw each other last. Shade and I, we, we played the Fox Theater. You've been up to some stuff. What are you guys? What have oh, you been? Yeah, dude, the Fox was so much fun. I mean, we only played one song, but I like I shot my load at least three times. I'm pretty sure I've yeah. always wanted to play that stage. Same. Like, oh. Anybody who's not from Spokane, the Fox is like this really cool, historic, like really epically designed mm-hmm. theater magic um, in downtown, and it's like a stage I've wanted to play since I laid eyes on it, and we finally got to. Um, yeah. Shouts out to Rusty Jackson mm-hmm. uh, for putting that together, but yeah, it was it was a ton of fun. I had a blast. It was Dude. really 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 cool to play there. It was, wasn't it? I, it's been on, on my list of things that I've always wanted to do. I, I had it yeah. booked back in 2011 to play with like a solo band. And I actually had James involved. And he doesn't even remember. Really? But I had to cancel it. <laughs> that sounds like James. I know. <laughs> and I, I don't remember why it got canceled, but we had to cancel it for some reason. Uh, and I moved. I think that's part of why. I moved to California. It was your fault. Yeah, it was my fault, actually. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and I know the guy that, that runs it. He's a guy that I'd like to have on this show. He's one of those people that I think that we should interview together. And uh, I think so we can be a lot gang of fun. up on him, <laughs> make him feel bad. <laughs> Just so that we can maximize good, good questions, because he's a, a he's seen all the shows. Because he used to run the Bing, which is another theater oh, that's yeah. like half the size of the Fox. The and Bing then, has some cool shit too, dude. That yeah. comes through. It, and it, and then back in the day when, like for example, grunge music was coming up, it had Alice in Chains and Pearl Jam a few times through there. At and, the Bing, Soundgarden, that would be so yeah, cool. Seven hundred. Yeah. 50 seat venue where you're right i mean we played it last year that thing's small <laughs> when you're yeah. i mean when you're on stage and you're looking out you're like wow i could touch almost everyone here i could spit on all of you yeah <laughs> and i'm gonna <laughs> what, what'd you think of the stage for the band or for the fox it kind of still felt small where it was like everybody's pretty close yeah i think it's it's partially to do with that like you know because like we've played like fairground situations and concert hall situations and stuff but like doing it in a theater where they have like the tiered seating and about balcony mm-hmm. it feel really like does on feel like everybody's about to fucking crash into you almost yeah. you know like it's just like oh god you're all right there it feels like that's how music's supposed to be to be yeah, honest every i love time, it every time we've done that i'm like wow I'm terrified but then you get out there and you're like wow this is neat this is a really neat yeah it's thing. really cool yeah it was weird having the spotlight schmaggled on you though it was like oh yeah hi. you had it, you had it more than me i got the i had the benefit of being spotlight free a little bit during that show i, I didn't even notice until i saw pictures and i just remember like, being no like, wonder i was blind that's <laughs> <laughs> crazy i did tell the story in in uh our patreon only show about the lyrics i wrote the lyrics yeah. on top of the guitars just to not fuck it up and there was a couple times where i must have been cross-eyed looking at them <laughs> so i was like oh fuck i don't know i don't know i fucked it up anyway <laughs> i probably did i'm sure i can't wait to see a video of it back it'll just be like oh boy nobody to go what a bunch of losers no it was such a fun night though it was like a, a real special night to have i don't know sammy eubanks came up to us afterwards and said nice things and that which is super cool that, that made my whole for, if you guys don't know he's like the 13 time male vocalist of the year Washington State Blue Society guy he's uh, 
I don't know. One of the nicest. He's people. no big deal. Really, he's no he's, big deal. Yeah, he's basically yeah. nobody, but, uh, but we like him. <laughs> but he, he sings. He sings national national anthems for like uh, NASCAR or something like, or one of the race societies. He just travels around and sings the national anthem. What a claim to fame! But he right? came up and he was like, "You're a dick." I was like, <laughs> and I was like, "Sammy, I love you. What? Sammy, you have no, to tell no, me why." No. no, Sammy, no. And he's like, and he basically said, "No, you guys were really good." And that was screw you guys for doing that. I think he played right after us. I think that's oh, part really? of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, How dare you? <laughs> but it was fun. So uh, we were the weirdos coming, in the room. Come into my house. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely, uh, you know, green room was fun. We had the nice green room. Yeah, we had vanity lights and mirrors and shit. It was the it was like yeah. a proper real deal. We all looked great because our we makeup was rider, finally done. So not no, it had every color of Eminem not on the back of a van. Yeah, yeah. or the back of a van or, or bus. <laughs> there, or, they, or quite simply, the side of a street. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's the majority of them. Just I mean, yeah, the, I can't tell you how many times we were on the road and I was doing my eye makeup in the wing mirror of the bus on the side of a yep. street people are like what's that guy doing i'm like we're playing a show come here come here. <laughs> <laughs> is that pee pee it is we're just getting done yeah. we're just hurrying up <laughs> yeah it, it is weird because most of my life when we've played out of town or done these little tours and stuff uh there was no makeup involved you just kind of show up and you rock out with your dumb clothes on and all that right. stuff this is the weirdest group because we have to we have dancing ladies and we actually we have need a, a monster <laughs> yeah where it's like it's not a vanity thing we really you, you don't want to watch us put our shit on yeah. we, we've got you corsets ruined the magic there's boobs hanging out it's inelegant <laughs> <laughs> we're all cursing at each other yeah <laughs> it is it gets pretty dirty it's it's male and female locker room talk combined yeah it's co-ed pretty, locker room talk if you can imagine Sovereign City would be a fun place if we could make yeah. that thing exist in the real world it would be a pretty and we shall yeah I think it shall happen. But how have you? I mean, what, what have you been up to? What's going on, Getch? Yeah, uh, let's moving. see. Uh, done anything yeah, as I've cool been... as we've done? <laughs> What's that? Have you done anything as cool as we've done? Now no, that we're done talking. The coolest, about thing, it. the coolest thing I did in the last couple of weeks was I went to the dump on a Wednesday to go take a truck and trailer load full of garbage. Well, I didn't know that the dump was I closed was on Wednesday. I was like, dude, that's fucking no, no, so disappointing. Yeah. No, they were open. Well, they were open. They just weren't open to me. But I didn't know this, so I drove in and I drove up on the scale and nobody was there, so I went and I drove and I got rid of all my garbage. There's a guy there pushing garbage with the, his machinery. Didn't seem to say shit to me, so I just threw all my garbage out, go to leave. I'm like, waiting to pay. So he's, like, he's like, you know, we're closed, right? I'm like, oh, well. I, should I pick up my garbage? <laughs> like, just you should do so, a better uh, job of being closed because I just yeah. did all the things that I do when you're open. Yeah. So let me tell you. <laughs> exactly the same. Except for the, the service part. was amazing. I, I did actually pay the guy because I, I I did know what my scale weight was. So I, I was honest with him and paid him and all Shit. that. Because, you know, that's just who I am. But. What a loser. It was a problem free <laughs> day at the dump. It was amazing. Nobody was in my way. I just went right through. <laughs> was it, you're like, you it was guys, fantastic. You guys do this every Apparently, day. Wednesday is going to be the days that I go all the time. Gonna, pretty soon, they're going to catch on. Just like, accidentally. Well, oh, gonna, I forgot. They're going to remember that guy's going to just like casually pocket your 40 bucks every time all you it, come on a Wednesday. Right, all it did was reinforce my. It sometimes is, most of the time, it's just better to ask for forgiveness than it is for permission. Almost always, yes. Yeah. Yeah, it seems to be. particularly if you have you know working with the state. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we're not like, did I really hurt anything? I just put garbage where you want garbage. Yeah, 
It's it almost, is, yeah. it's and almost I paid always true. It, Maybe so. not if you know you have a venereal disease and you ask forgiveness after the fact. True. It's probably, <laughs> okay. probably one of those. There are some pretty exceptions. There are some exceptions. There are some exceptions. There are some exceptions. I mean, unless you're not sorry, I guess, then you wouldn't be asking for forgiveness. If you just don't give a fuck. None of our conversations pertain to you. You know, we're trying to figure out morality. It just won't happen. So other than that, I don't know how we got from garbage to venereal diseases that quick. We haven't even said really beyond hello. Small bow. I'll see myself out. Thank you. <laughs> However, uh, no, just just getting shit. We're, I mean, we're setting them up and knock, knocking shit down, man. We're getting things done. Cool. He's just moving out into go. the woods. I mean, I'm officially an Idaho resident as far as my driver's license and everything goes, and I have a place up there, but I'm still here more. Uh, for another month. Let's start a hemp Probably. fest in North Idaho, bro. All right. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Let's do it. Let's tear down the iron it curtain, worked, boys. It worked in Washington, and it's just it's just fuckery at this border at this point. People are legally growing in Washington, and they're fucking making a killing in Idaho, which I'm not against. But oh, I was going to say, I kind of like weird. the dynamic, honestly, it is, between I mean, Washington and Idaho. It's just like, it's like let's just throw shit at I mean, each other over, the, over this wall. At this point, it's so ridiculous to not have marijuana federally legal. Yeah. Because now all you're doing is allowing legal growers to grow it, and yes, they're and, and they're going to go illegally sell it yeah. for a hell of a lot more yeah. money in other states. Yeah, and but, I think uh, that's great. They've been doing I, it I, I honestly prefer it that way. Like if I had to pick, <laughs> no, because it's federally legal. They went from no legal to federally legal across the board in Canada, and that shit sucks. Right. Like it's as, true. Soon, as soon as the federal government gets their hands in it. Kiss all the things you love about it goodbye it's pretty true. much. You well, know. Just because they make it legal it. doesn't necessarily mean they should have their hands in it. They oh, can well, just say it's okay. Look at how stupid <laughs> well, yeah. the legalization in Washington is. We, When it first was legalized, it was like the most however you want to say it, liberal or progressive. You're right. We should make it illegal ever. again, Zach. No, no, no. no but the way, the way we legalize it, now yeah, it's going to be like the bill. most, when all the states legalize it, because they've all been watching, like Colorado's got a way more like practical system. Wasn't Colorado before us? Yeah, it was just a little bit more, a little bit before, but it was uh, a practical system too to start off with. And they had way more experience with uh, the medical stuff. Uh, Washington had plenty of that too, but they, I think, because we have the liquor board involved and where they're doing cannabis and liquor, I don't know if it's the same anymore or if they've changed that. But there's no, all sorts ne- of things that Washington's going to look like. No. It's going to look like a fucking very conservative legalized marijuana state in five or ten years when the whole country's it really will because the things that you can't do as a business owner if you're a cannabis store owner or a grower and again maybe it's changed because it was ridiculous you couldn't even have sales at one point Mm -hmm. you couldn't do coupons you couldn't do customer return stuff like a like a coffee shop would have a clip you know you punch a hole you couldn't do that at a cannabis thing because it was uranium still (laughs) so yeah when government takes over they have a tendency to make it bad yeah, well, and the, yeah, and it's whole, still better than going to jail. For still, it. one of the arguments for marijuana was, well, let's take the black market out of it. Well, it does in areas, but it just right. makes a bigger black market. So, well, if the, if you have states that are where it's illegal, and they have states where it's where it's legal, the black market's going to flourish like a motherfucker, well, like well, it is right that's now. What I'm saying, but if the yeah. whole if the whole country did that, it would be tough for the black market to to grow. It would probably just shrink. So, but there will still be, I mean, there's still people that grow pot that are my friends that are just good at it. I have to point out 
They're like, here it is for five bucks. You can get an ounce for five bucks. I'm, dude, I'm a Discordian pope, Zach. I, I, I do have to point out the chaos, right? Dude, yeah, 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 a little bit <laughs> how this might have sounded because you and I are always arguing over legalization of drugs. <laughs> right. And the one time I'm like, fuck yeah, they should just legalize marijuana in all the states. <laughs> like, just make it federal. And you're like, actually, fuck like no. no. <laughs> <laughs> like, the I fuck? I agree. What do you want? Fine. They should make it illegal, Zach. You're right. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not where I'm going. I, I think if. If you're going to legalize it, it'd be cool to legalize it to where it works, like as a market. It'd too. be cool to legalize anything to where it works, but yeah. anytime you have government involved, yeah. it's not going That's to work. That's the thing. Know like le- decriminalizing it is a different thing. Being Allowing for a business to, to prosper in a natural way is kind of what we want, right? Uh, it's just government well, gets their hands in ca- it and they make the the quality go down and they make a lot of things happen that didn't california really screw up their legal marijuana business by overtaxing them yeah exactly something like 55 how do you fuck up marijuana right i'm sure it's fine now it's such a great business you taxed a drug dealer so you taxed a drug dealer so bad you fucked him up (laughs) they couldn't sell enough weed that's in california to live in in hollywood and fucking oh (laughs) what a problem to have that's pretty funny. <laughs> so it tends to be always the same issues with that. But yeah, I want it to be legalized federally so that the banks can, I mean, a lot of these marijuana companies can't use banks because federally it's still illegal. So banks, so they're the, all these marijuana companies have to have like higher guards to just move all this cash everywhere. I think recently mm-hmm. they've been able to use debit I, cards and credit cards in Washington. But before it just had to be cash. I consider that as a danger. job. Well, I guess it is making jobs, but call yeah. damn. Anyway, I guess we could talk about this crap forever. But let's start at Idaho. Idaho needs a hemp fest. North Idaho. Let's go. Fucking A. Why not? I'm down. It'd be fun. All right. We'll talk about it. You Idaho fucking I've smoked weed illegally in Idaho like a lot of times. So <laughs> Me, too. Years, so. <laughs> Me too. Out of principle. <laughs> yeah. I did right. it on a, a college campus beach on Coeur d'Alene Lake one year on the 4th of July. I was just like, ah, this North is Idaho like, This is extra against the rules. Fuck yeah. North <laughs> Idaho count, college. Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, let's do a police story, shall we? Police stories, Jeff, get the stories, please stories, Buck and Gav, get the stories, yeah, you got the stories for me, yeah. That one was pretty good, I think. Yeah, not too bad. I was tired. Uh, we, we were together. <laughs> we were prepared, uh, syncopation. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff is not impressed ever. I don't know what we, I think we need to like blow fire out of our mouths. I think it's or, good that he's uh, not impressed. He's like cool. that father we're always striving to like, please love me, dad. Please. Did I do a good job? And he's like, not really. <laughs> no. Keep trying. Yep. <laughs> oh, please story today. Uh, let's talk about my, my potential influence on the tattoo policy Uh in the in the police department yeah so i mean there's always been a tattoo policy that said fuck you don't yeah yeah so <laughs> fuck you don't have tattoos you piece of shit no it never said that but what it did say is between that between the lines you, though. you could have ta- never only show tattoos basically when they had to be shown when you know and don't show anything that's offensive well the longer we go through time from when I started my career, offensive could be fucking anything. You know, I mean, somebody could be offended by the fish on my arm. You right. Know? So anyway, I am, of course, for the record, <laughs> so misogynist anyway, fish. But nobody. So there was nobody else in the department that had sleeves. I was the only one sleeved up uh, until for a while. Right? And then another guy came from another agency, and then he had one full sleeve. Well, he and I were at a. This was in September because it was right before I left for bear season. We apparently we went to the grocery store for lunch to grab food. 
left for my, you know, worked out, worked that night, left for my bear trip. I came back ready to work after, you know, like two weeks. Lieutenant's like, he's like, hey, you got to cover your tattoos. Like, how? <laughs> yeah, I was what? like, I'm like, yeah, fuck you, right? Nope. <laughs> I thought he was kidding. He's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, man, this is like a lieutenant. Let it, um, he's like, no, you have to cover him. I'm like, I, I, I'm not covering. Why would I cover my tattoos? <laughs> we, he's like, well, we had a guy that came in and complained about your tattoos. I'm like, who? And why? Like, was it? I'm like, I didn't have any issues with it. Not, some dude saw name redacted. Well, whoops, I just said the other cop's name. Oh, right. well, there's lots of those. Yes, <laughs> I can bleep it out later. Don't We're worry. so bad at that. <laughs> I, I bleeped out. I know all, you bleeped I, out. Yeah, I, I bleeped out all that shit. I heard even I heard your from old drummer. I was, I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh. Yeah, I didn't do that. So that Zach must have had my back on that one. Yeah, that's pretty good. I thought about it right yeah. at the end. I was like, oh, we should probably take that out. <laughs> yeah. My bad. I don't give a fuck. But I'm, <laughs> no, you I'm, didn't. I'm, I'm glad you have a conscience uh, for the both of us. Uh, <laughs> anyway. So. They can look into it and find out if they want yeah, to, they really. Leave that out because I didn't talk to the person about Well, I'll mark that time. Yes. <laughs> um, anyway, apparently we were at the grocery store and some guy saw us, thought it was inappropriate, took it upon to himself to just go come into the office and complain to the chief about the tattoos and that was the decision that was made damn i'm I jealous of that guy i wish i had that much balls. free time to just do dumb and that shit. kind of power and yeah one person balls. ever so giant giant bowels <laughs> like how bored do you have to be she's like i saw a cop with tattoos i'm going down to their house and i'm telling their dad <laughs> That's exactly what happened. No shit. That's the weirdest thing. I'm like, you've got to be shit. Nobody's ever said anything. <laughs> he drew on himself permanent ink, I think. Yeah. It's, like, it's probably that, still there. If you go look when he gets home, it's yeah. going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> Is it that generation where it's like only sailors and fucking, you know, bikers have tattoos? Probably. I mean, this is early. early this is early 2000s. Fair so enough. This is, this is pretty early 2000s. All right. Even then, it was it was a it was that generation. Was yeah, still, I mean, back then, like, oh, I broke my parents' heart. There were guys, tattoos. yeah, there were guys that had <laughs> sleeves in other bigger agencies, but they would wear these tat jackets to cover them up. It was a sleeve, yeah, in the middle of the summer and, and shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and then it just becomes like your arms look like sweat stains permanently. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> they, much. they start Skin bleeding through sweat. Yeah, you got like yeah. booger knots all up your arm from wiping your nose. And, yeah, <laughs> that's better. I'm, I'm way less offended. Catch up. As long as it's they used like properly. they look really <laughs> professional. Yeah. yeah, that's a good way to get it uh, get those away. Anyway, back to the story. Yeah, I back guess. to the story. Sorry. Uh, so the lieutenant had uh, he and I argued about whether I should cover my tattoos. And I, that's and lieutenants I'm like, are like the the head guy, right? He can tell me what the fuck to do. Yeah, that's okay. for sure. So I'm like, can we go to lunch at least? Let's let's go to lunch. We'll talk about it later. Like I'll cover him for now, but I'm protesting and I'm not <laughs> in agreement that I'm going to cover him until I hear a really good reason because I don't understand why what happened is happening. And how many years had you had the tattoos visible before that? Probably five years. Okay, yeah, nothing that, had ever happened. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> ever. Yeah, and I mean, I and the bend for one more. person. That's like. Kept getting more and more. I mean, I started with one sleeve, then it was right. a second sleeve. But still, I mean, yeah, one one person ever. So then you went and arrested the guy that complained. <laughs> oh, I tracked him down. <laughs> Full fascist boot on the face of humanity forever. To this day, I, I OC'd him to death. <laughs> to this day, not a clue. We've not a clue story. who he was. <laughs> not He's looking for him, though. I'm just saying, that's almost as dickish as yeah. stealing a car stereo, and we all saw how you responded to that. So. <laughs> 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 Anyway, 
So we go to lunch and I'm like, why, I don't, why do I have to cover my tattoos? He's like, well, the policy says you can't show them. It says, no, it says don't show them whenever it's, you know, unless it's, you're in a situation where you can't. I'm like, well, when show them when it's reasonable. Well, what's reasonable? So we have this argument over, we, we don't have reasonable to find. Right. Like how, okay. how hot is it outside before you're in the shorts and a t-shirt? Like 65, you want to make it a degree. Is that 65? I can wear short, short sleeves and show my tattoos. Otherwise I have to wear sleeves, whatever. Come up with something. And mm-hmm. we're having this debate and he's still trying to <laughs> tell me no. at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm trying to come up with, well, don't just tell me what to do. Give me some, give me some boundaries and some yeah. definitions because I'm going to step all over Get you because removed. there is no boundaries. Compromise. So Take let's, off your skin. I know. I want to know where I'm at here. I know. Basically, I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to win. <laughs> While we're having this debate, these two older ladies and like older, like need assistance walking with walkers traveling who knows where together oh, tell me came over and interrupted going. the conversation oh, just to tattoo. say how much they like my tattoos. Yes. Nice. That's yes. A, there it is. A hundred percent more people like my tattoos than don't. <laughs> and the Golden Girls theme blares And Jeff, Jeff turns on his body cam. He's like, can you say that one more time? Yeah. <laughs> so we, didn't have, we didn't have body cams. Uh, and, and, but it did. That been funny if it would. That <laughs> solved the, uh, that solved the argument right there and it never came up again. That's awesome. <laughs> For those two old ladies saved the fucking day. They did. They did. And now everyone's They're got the tattoos. Real yeah. yeah. Now everybody's tattooed. The Golden Girls team <laughs> so, should have And the tattoos were. <laughs> and honestly, the tattoos at work. It was it was so different back when I started to have them that it, it gave a relatability with people. Hmm. It was good, but it was also bad because it created a lot of paperwork because people. Besides the fact I'm a charming motherfucker, <laughs> of course, people wanted you know they, they, they saw that. And it was very relatable. They would just come over and just confess to me, like it was gross. <laughs> like, stop. Like, we're we're bros because you got a tattoo and I you got hypnotize this. them. With They're like, I got this bro. unicorn on my wrist and you got sleeves, man. We got this thing in common, so I'm just going <laughs> to tell you same, about this basically. murder that yeah, I just we're, did. We're the same. Because we're, we're yeah. <laughs> so it's it like, created well, a lot of paperwork. Is really what it created. I'm for me. the state, and my tattoos are pretty. Yeah. But I'm and the now state. I'm retired, and you just. You ask somebody to say what a cop looks like, and it's pretty much me, uh, bald with a beard and mustache and covered in tattoos. And a bunch of tattoos. Yeah. And that yeah. is the yeah. And standard. that's it. So and it, was I a trendsetter? Probably not. Punter, punter <laughs> <laughs> but maybe. Well, fine. But maybe. Anyway, that's, so, that's I find that's true with a lot of things, though. Like, if you're, if you're known for something in any capacity and then somebody else, like, dips their toes in the waters they have to come tell you like like zach how many times have you had somebody come like dude i just started learning guitar like oh, we're yeah. we're basically the same like we're bros <laughs> and you're like talk to me in two years when you haven't quit and then i'll agree with you right right <laughs> sure. no shit absolutely a lot but it is i mean we want to just relate to each other right i so. just want to be accepted <laughs> it's all about include that. me <laughs> all right you guys we Police story over? Uh, yeah, that was it. It's not a spectacular story. I think it was spectacular. Those it was two spectacular that those two old so. ladies showed up and yeah. won my argument for me. What's the Undis- with you know? I, I I didn't even pay them or anything. Dude, they did it all on their own. That's awesome. They're, I've, they're, I've had so many angels. opposite interactions of that with old ladies at the worst time. <laughs> I feel, I'm glad that you had one on the other side of this. Had a You've worked a lot of customer service, dude. And my hair has always been a fight, like because it's always been wacko like i had black emo hair okay for half of my 20s 
and then and then I grew it out into what I have now. Right. So it's been long. And right. I'm like, if I cut this again, it's never coming back. <laughs> <laughs> like if it, if I cut it short now, it's over, man. <laughs> so, so I'll fight you. <laughs> is what I'm saying. Right. And that's been my stance for like all of the jobs that I've had. And I was. Are there still people was, that give people shit over long hair? Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, when I was fleet manager at Thrifty, they were like, what, well, like when I was on the counter. It was like a little bit of a fight, but my manager at the airport was cool. So he was just like, no, you don't have to cut your hair, dude. It's fine. And I was like, dope. But then when I became a manager, it came up again and they were like, well, we don't allow any of our our other managers to have hair past their collar. Our male managers, you know, female managers can do whatever the (laughs) fuck they want. Was your response with their hair? Well, I appreciate that you understand that I am special. (laughs) (laughs) Right? No shit. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Thanks for making the exception. I remember my first day as a manager, I was getting introduced to the team that I was going to be managing and like there was a couple other new people there and the owner of the company was talking to everybody about the dress code and then and then she like said you know like yeah and we, our guys we want your hair to be clean and you know not past your collar and then she looks at me and she goes unless you're shading because you just look snappy and i was just like, <laughs> like yes, <laughs> but i had to go the other way man when i was working at best buy i had i had this lady uh little bitter old woman come up to me and i just had a conversation with my supervisor about my hair and i was like look it's i can't what do you want me to do? Like, is it, I, I sell computers at Best Buy. It's fine. Like, I can have emo hair. Yeah, so no for sure. And like the I'm next a musician. Day, it's part of my other job. Yes. <laughs> and the next day, I was standing in the middle of the department, and my same supervisor was standing right there, and this little old lady comes over to me, and she goes, can I tell you something? And I was like, of course you can, with my best customer service demeanor. Mm-hmm. And she goes, I just wanted to tell you that if you don't um, cut your hair and get serious, that you're never going to succeed in life. I was like... Wow. Wow. <laughs> Thanks, Grandma. For an unsolicited comment. Like, that's why. And in front of him, too. And now he's going to fire me. <laughs> They're going to take me in back, buy all the TVs, and shave my head. <laughs> and it's going to be your fault. <laughs> They're going to do Best Buy Jacks on my fucking face. I could. It was a running joke for about a year after that in my store because they were just like, like, every time somebody saw me, they're like, you're, you're never going to succeed you're in life. Fail if you don't <laughs> cut your hair. Like, that's such a wow. Okay. I want to bring, I want to show them pictures of like, Einstein and fucking Copernicus yeah, and yeah. fucking you know Tesla, all these people well, Nikola with Tesla. Yeah, well, it's like, well, I don't it's know like, if it has to do with that. <laughs> in her defense, she was swinging a bat around at you know Best Buy. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, her chances of being right were a lot greater than being wrong, just in general. <laughs> okay, okay. Point taken. Jeez. Shots all fired yep. up in the fucking business. Above and below. <laughs> All right. Got to well, support my elderly folk. Indeed. <laughs> Sometimes well, you, are, I, you are one now. They so call I them. Ooh, they call them as they own. see them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the uh, all surfaces are jizzed on. Uh, the warning to fact. mothers. Yeah, that's fact. true. Fact. Yeah, this is a a conversation that I think is important. Yeah, we so, brought this up off mic, and we decided we'll just continue it here because it's, it's it needs to be talked about. These are the hot issues that need to be discussed in indeed. our society. <laughs> and what, what we determined really was that in the early years of life, well, and I mean, we can only speak for, for boys, is mm. the early years of life is everything that exists in goes into your mouth. In the mouth. You know, um, it, and, and Zach, you were kind of saying like you can- You know what carpet tastes like. You know like. what that- that table tastes like because mm-hmm. you've licked a formica table. In the before, first two right? years of your life, you had put basically everything in your mouth. That's right. what the mystery yuck is designed sure. for your dumb little two year old. Sure. Yeah. 
And so, I mean, think about everything that you're wearing right now. You know what the taste of your shoe is. You mm-hmm. know what a sock tastes like. Mm-hmm. You know what a Band-Aid tastes like. Sadly. You know what your comb yeah. tastes, tastes like. like sadly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but then, but then we graduate, and Jeff... And then we uh, graduate at, at about, I don't know, I was probably a little younger than most. Seven, varies, seven, yeah. to nine, seven to eleven. It's probably fair. Fair range. You have to too. know like what everything me, feels <laughs> like <laughs> on your dick. Yeah. Basically, you will jerk off with... With everything on everything, nothing is safe. Every guy knows this. Yep. It is an unspoken thing that we just decided today to all of our male listeners. Yes, your children are doing it just like you did for all our females listeners. Yes, this is they're real. doing it. Yes, those things sweet, that we sweet baby. think you're kidding. You think we're kidding about this is happening. Yeah, we're kind just of fucking over. If you, if you don't, if you kids. don't, if you don't <laughs> believe it, if yeah, this is, we're not doing our young our no. young compatriots any good service here. But it's Forget, really, but it's really funny. It is funny. <laughs> it's really funny. It's for the lulls. I had this. I had this conversation with a female friend of mine who has a kid, and he was like getting to that age, you know. And I'm, I was just like, uh, like we were just hanging out, bullshitting one evening, and I was like, so, you know, that there's going to come a time if it hasn't come already where that child is going to fuck everything in your house. <laughs> Yep. I'm not joking either. Literally Hello, everything. The and, she, and she went, "No, not my no. sweet little boy. No, that's he how wouldn't. we get away with. He's it. still no, so no. young." And I'm like, "No, no, 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 no." You don't understand <laughs> that couch that you put that nice fuzzy little blanket over. If I put that down in that crease just right, yeah, you know what it. that represents to me? If you see a little <laughs> hollow tube like shape in a yeah. fucking blanket, that's what's happened your, in that blanket. Your shampoo <laughs> bottle that you use to wash your hair every that's day. Weird. It got That's fucked. We he didn't about. succeed, probably, because it's not big yeah, enough. Right, Ask small. me how I know, Zach. That's not a hickey on the tip of his dick. He got his dick caught in your shampoo bottle. It's a shampoo bite. Just That's what that let is. it go. Let it go. <laughs> He's never going to admit it. But even things you wouldn't... like. There, You'd have to understand the chemistry in a young boy's brain, especially when the, the dick awakens. <laughs> right. It's it's unreal, man. Like it just, and it, it just depends on the day. Like Things you would never consider fuckable. At all, it's like wow. That corner going into the hallway, looks, <laughs> that dead fish on looks the dock, damn fine. Today. I gotta be honest. I wonder you. how it would feel if I just. <laughs> <laughs> I think I need to try. And then you try, and you're like, ah, it's not good. But you tried it. <laughs> yeah, goddamn little. Scientist. And maybe I'm yeah. fucked up. But even at 52, that doesn't necessarily go away. <laughs> I know, right? Not Jeff's, necessarily. Jeff's still fucking his ass. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you have, once yeah. you get, when you have I'm kids just, and uh, stuff, when there's like a. a Everyone's gone. You're like, I need to fuck something. I'm not supposed to. It's <laughs> well, not a person. You're just a good person. Just, you you think like you're a, never going to hinge. after after about 23 years old and you've been living on your own. You've had some parties and you got your microfiber couch that you've had plenty of time with. It. You think you're never going to, but then you graduate to suede. <laughs> you graduate to suede, and it's a whole other love story. Fair enough. And then. You get well, your own recliner. Not, not to mention, I mean, it's at some point it becomes a matter of like marking your territory a little bit. Too. It's just like, <laughs> no, new couch. I got to show it who's boss. Like, I got to make sure it knows. It's got to be something about <laughs> like sweat like, and a bit of, you know, the sweat from other things. Like those lacy curtains. Yeah, that hang over I can little feel it right now. I know I what those feel, feel like. Right, now. right? It's not good for the record. No, it's, it's weird. Not, it hurts. Most of the things that you end up trying are no bueno. No, that's rice. why. That's why we're all not adult men running around fucking furniture necessarily. Because right. we've already done it. Because we already tried it and we're it like, burns. Not, not the best. <laughs> Where's the shit? Down? <laughs> I got one for you. Okay. <laughs> so you know, the rice. You know, you can either put in the bowl. You can 
dry your phone out or whatever, and it kind of feels kind of cool to put you, <laughs> you to put, put you the hand. How that feel on my? It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you put it in the microwave, it'll warm up. Oh dear. Guess what? It gets really fucking hot. Very hot. <laughs> oh, I can feel that yeah. being terrible. Yeah. I'd be afraid about Dude. a rice piece going down the dick hole. You know like those, one of them fish. You know, ew, <laughs> God, yeah. You just pee and it's like... <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't mind that part. That'd be fine. <laughs> that would be the benefit. That would be a negative. That'd be good. Like, I'm doing it every day. <laughs> I'm going to try now. I'm, I'm going to go knock over to 7-Eleven with my dick. <laughs> Put him up. <laughs> you think I'm playing? <laughs> Warning shot across their nose. Yeah. That's right. That was satisfactory. Good God. <laughs> no, there was, uh, you know, those, um, those microwavable like pillows full of oats or whatever yeah, 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 that yeah. you use for like, so bro. Oh yeah. There's a, Throw a little, there's a zipper on that thing. Oh, open her up. Oh, oh, <laughs> throw some Vicks vapor up in that. <laughs> you are setting yourself up for one hell of a night right You're like, there. I just found a girlfriend. I'm good. <laughs> your son, yeah, do not leave Icy Hot around for your son or Vicks or anything like that unless you want to screw. Be the cool parent. <laughs> Be the cool parent. Yeah, just, just give just, your child just an industrial size bottle of Astro Lube and a big stack of white towels and a flashlight that way you know not to touch the white towels but you don't have to guess which socks and shirts not to touch <laughs> it would be a special relationship if you can ha if you can talk to your kid like that about it. it's like I know you're going to be jerking it. And they're like, yes, I am. Yeah. That would be so much better than what we were like. Right. Where it's like, I have to hide this. While we were talking But it's really mic, fun and funny, though, on, in, it is. in a sense, too. But like, while, the intrigue. That, that's true. <laughs> but while we were talking before, I, I realized that my, my dad had that conversation with my mom in front of me basically and my mom That's told me about it afterwards. she's like he's gonna be beating it everywhere and she's like nah -uh. and i remember that conversation it had something to do with i was like five or six he's like, like i am I'm he gonna, will i'm gonna beat it everywhere. it's weird because it's got to be a thing because your dad probably told that to your mom probably and yeah. it's just probably. happened so this is this is the mission and his father before him and this, his father before him <laughs> it's been handed down throughout the ages <laughs> sorry this this is the mission dear listeners if you if you uh Especially for our female crew out there, if you've got a guy in your life, especially if you don't believe us, Scotch guard everything first off. <laughs> Go just just ask him. Get the plastic. Just ask him. I mean, if you have that kind of, it's not it's not really as personal a question as it sounds. It's pretty no, funny. Not really. like, I don't I don't I can't think of a single guy that I know. If you were just like, hey, yeah, so so level with me, right? When you were younger, here's the deal. Did you fuck all the furniture? They're gonna be like, fuck yeah, I'll be right here. <laughs> Every guy knows. <laughs> <laughs> every guy, every guy, has jerked off into a sock. Crocky fuck this week. No. <laughs> <laughs> Whether it's dirty or not, sadly, <laughs> it's it's your dirt. It's yeah. fucking. That's all right. <laughs> Any sock in a drawer, right? Any port in a storm. So. The best is when you're married and there's little dainty wife socks, and you're like, "Yeah, that's good." <laughs> sorry, like, sorry. Just, sorry think what? about how big my cock's exactly. Look. It's way better. <laughs> it's way better than one of those big long tube socks for a dude. <laughs> So Fucking, this is uh, not this, the chili peppers. This is the kind of content you can expect moving forward from Chester Wright. It's the peak of intellectual discussion. We've and, we've uh, hit it. We're basically the four like Christopher this, Hitchens. This is and, episode. This is the Kitty Butthole episode. We have to talk about some crude bullshit. Right? Was very, <laughs> we nailed it. <laughs> we nailed it just like all the furniture. Yes, that's right. <laughs> but it is the warning to all moms. Uh, but they know that though too. The moms are the ones that are grabbing the socks just, and breaking them in, in half. Denial, like, well, this though. one's not normal. Yeah, denial is mean, a really good drug. Yeah, though. it is. Like, it's just uh, 
I'm sure. I'm sure most moms, even when their boys are young, they're just like, "Yeah, he's gonna jerk off." You know, it's just a fact of life. It's just the but, frequency is but surprising. You just need to understand how creative us little gremlins can be. We never got. Caught. Did you ever get caught? No. Right. It's very rare that you I get mean, caught because you're you're timing the shit. Big been getting caught and. I mean, there were definitely an audience, I guess. There, there were definitely times Jeff. where there were definitely times where, like, my parents knew what I was doing. They're like, "Oh, he's been in the shower for forty minutes." You know, right. Right. He's going for round but as far three. As, like, but You've as far washed as, like, it fast enough, son. <laughs> yeah. We're out of soap again. We're out of shampoo again. Our hot water bills through the roof, you little <laughs> asshole. No, but but even though like there were times where I knew that that they knew what was up. Never once did I got get caught dick in hand. Not not once. Right. Not ever. Fuck. It's amazing. Because I I would have been mortified. So I did everything in my power. Like I'll, I'll set up traps in front of the door just to make sure I have time to. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, I wasn't doing nothing. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> yeah. I don't think just there was one giant tent pole <laughs> for the amount of frequency that there was for me because I was dedicated, dedicated, just like y'all. We were dedicated. And the fact that my mom Especially had a privacy from school, dude. Oh, it's like, oh, all bets are off. You're okay. like, how many times in a day could I exactly. possibly do this, dude? Where you're so sore and you're <laughs> yeah. like, I still have to. Like, where this isn't like, even enjoyable. I but I, <laughs> have I know to. I got one more. Left. Exactly. You just shoot. I'm a fucking, goal setter. I'm a goal setter. Just, you're like, it's, it's gonna be blood like, out of it it's next just time. Like a cough and a sigh when you finally get there. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I bet I can get one more. I just kind of cry and curl up in a ball. Did you ever when you were when you were younger? Did you have it when it, where you felt you like you're like this is a four jerk off kind of day like or like yeah, i yeah. fucking jerked off four times today that's yeah. that's about right or yeah, we get last to, week what are you talking about <laughs> fair enough <laughs> i'm just thinking like i thought of it as a day where it's like this is a four jerk off kind of day as a as <laughs> a how you started person. up as you're eating your wheaties yeah. Yep. Like, yeah this is likely a yeah. four jerk off kind of day those days are <laughs> i'm gonna those, need to jerk off six times for sure those days are the day where you're business like about it though like you're <laughs> like you're efficient you're like i'm not going for endurance here i'm gonna see how this is a sprint right you're going for the thing that you know works yeah. like I will pick this picture that I've, I've succeeded 500 times let's go for the record I don't know god damn but now it's now it's like once or twice a day so it's like a connoisseur you gotta set everything up just right the brain has to be just right you dial light a candle and for shit for the discerning wanker <laughs> I like mine a candlelight with a bit of wine and a spritz of Febreze for atmosphere but I still would like you to delete the content immediately if I die immediately because it would be more fun I'm gonna watch it first though I want you to know I just want she into the brain just, of my we friend could, we could share one final thing I know <laughs> Oh, I, see. I might I, even I, know I might even yeah. finish it off for you, Zach. <laughs> What's funny is guys don't. I mean, besides the few people that are in the the porn world, where they're like, you know, they have awards and shit, and they must vote or something. But mm. most of us don't talk about like we've probably all watched the same videos, and we probably there's very few videos that are like big deals that we haven't all seen, kind of thing. And so okay, I, let's get into it. Oh God, have, no! I'm, have you ever have you ever shared uh, a porn? Like some kind of porn with one of your bros. Oh, giving it like, oh yeah, like like bro, check this out. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. my friends and I were like, here, I would get the videotapes from the store when I was like sixteen. So I'm like, you guys, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, I've, yeah. I've but that's but that's different. But that's different because like that's like a commodity. Like right? one like, that I made a, myself. Like, oh, I like, see. No, no, no. Like, <laughs> oh, Jeff wants to go to like, OnlyFans. Since I do. Since level, the actually. since the days of like, in, like internet porn, like porn, like where it's just like, oh, I could just pull it up on my phone. Like right. you ever just like, oh, like send a you link. Ever just like yeah, like here's a link, dude. Check I this out. Yet. No, you never have. No. 
I don't think I Jeff? could now because I'm married. I've been married to since dudes? The cell phones. So. Uh, That'd yeah, be wrong. That, I guess. I don't know. You're just I'm not sure. I, like, I would. Here, I mean, enjoy this. Like, <laughs> well, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that wouldn't be out of the ordinary for me, but I can't. I can't think of a specific incident. But I can't think of a specific incident. But I would. I mean, huh. I know. Yeah, me neither. When I, I would, definitely wouldn't do that. <laughs> Shane's like, oh, I didn't say I wouldn't. <laughs> if I if I would have been not pop the brakes. <laughs> I, I, feel, I feel like it's the same as like where you know it's like, hey guys, dude, I, I've worn myself out on these. Here you go. This kind of that thing. It's like With a passing video. of the yeah. <laughs> but now, but passing now of the, of the gold. It's almost kind of like. That's, that's pretty bad. You're you're an evil man. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. You're right. <laughs> no, no, I think it's all normal. Our wieners are. You like, just magazine and send it to you. I know. I was, I'll hook you up, dude. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I feel like I've found all the things. You're I, like I've already seen it. I've, I, I've the seen world everything. has been my oyster for a long time. No. <laughs> Dirty. Well, it is 42. Well, so we're doing all of our fathers are proud of us now. Oh my god. That conversation. Yes, indeed. Well done, gentlemen. Well done. We've shamed the families. And at least families. two out of three fathers actually listen to this show on a regular basis. Right. So. Sorry, my dad. Ever Sorry, dad. Well, my dad actually hasn't figured out how to advance to the next show yet. So <laughs> he's, he's like, like, like I'll just four. leave him in limbo. He's been the same episode like six, seven times. Okay, I wish you guys would say uh, some new shit. Figured out, but I don't want him to hear yeah, the next that, one. That one episode of ours that did really well, that's just Grant. Listen, he's stuck on the same episode. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. It's like you downloaded it a lot. Thanks, Grant. It. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Hope you like Nathan Shaw, Trey, because that's all you got over and over and over again. It's a good episode. That was a good episode. Actually, we've had a few of those. Yeah. There's a lot of you jargoneers out there that are listening. By the way, we didn't, I didn't thank Jose Montez and the jargoneers last show when we were at the tattoo shop for doing the jar group. That's fucking oh. awesome. Well, it's yeah. too late Appreciate now, that. dude. You can't do that. I can't undo it. Gone. <laughs> but I did it right in the middle of a moment that we're having now about our wieners again. Well, damn it. Thanks, Jose. There's, there's something, you could read something into that probably. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I think of my pe- What? No, no, we can't. <laughs> Well, all surfaces are just done in a home. Yeah. Or at the very least, you know, humped. Right. Because this is before, I mean, you can't jizz like at, you, at a certain you, age. You might have tried, much, you might have tried <laughs> the sandpaper, but you didn't reach conclusion. But you can think of it. The sandpaper yeah. touched your wings. <laughs> just for it general cleanliness and oh, safety, when your son turns eight, just make it mandatory that he goes and washes his hands before he comes and hugs you and touches you. And <laughs> Don't let him to touch anything. Put his fingers in your eyes and stuff because they've been all over himself. <laughs> Probably in the butthole. Nathan, you know, your grandma's coming over. You wash only, your hands right now. <laughs> it, it only gets worse as they get older. So, uh, all right. Well, that that so shamed now, all of the our more you know. ancestors <laughs> and ancestors' lines. Sorry, young lads out there. Sorry, yeah, we're we did. We three minutes. Sorry, sorry, sorry to you remind you that we're to our podcast yeah. anyway. But you know, no, there are some though. Sorry, anyway. We get some messages for like. <laughs> sorry to remind you, we're just animals. That's that's they know. Their parents are cool though, and they're it's all right. It's all right. We're all growing up together then, I guess, with this knowledge. I no, think it's great. Fair. It's good that we talk about I it. I just love the fact <laughs> that we've always gotten away with it because our, our moms were like, not my son. He's a good boy. Yeah. You know, and now all the people You're listening like, are no, like. not. <laughs> Your son is a goblin, just that, like the rest yeah. of us. <laughs> it's 99.9%. All of them. Yeah. Or goblins. It's it's seriously, it's a biological imperative. I can't stress that enough. Like it's, no matter, no matter how good a child if you're is, looking at your kid right now yeah. and he's like, I don't, he's lying to there's, you. There's, there's this chemical <laughs> cocktail in your in your head when you're a certain age and it's just like, you have to try everything. Yeah. You got to fuck it all. I You'll what. never know if you don't. And it, doesn't, and it doesn't just go away. It just tapers off a little 
a little bit at a time. I'm I kinda, think I think yeah. fucking everything is the only way for it to chill out. To go away. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Like, that's kind of like that's tasting everything. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> I have to taste it all. You're just like, I've, okay, I've tasted well, once it. You're, once your dick's <laughs> in the tailpipe of a car that's on, you're like, okay, I've I've hit the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> you're like, you think. You're like, you I might think be, you have. I might be right, getting then you cancer, see the- <laughs> but it's warm. <laughs> Trust me. You think you have, but then you see that fucking dead raccoon at the end of the dock, and you're like, well. When you think you've reached your pinnacle of shame, Trust me, you will find more. <laughs> your wind will lead you to the promised it's land there. of horrific shame. I think it's probably good for the sake of your humility as well, right? Like True. you just like like anytime you're thinking your hot shit, you can just Fuck. think back to all the weird things. That you're just like, like your so on. So <laughs> like, more than like, your no, I'm a I am a weird little fucked up poobah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. For sure I am. <laughs> Legit poobah now. But what does humble you more than your ween? You get smashed in the ween? I mean, there's nothing else that matters in the world if you This get is why knowing what your two point seven is so it I actually think it's really important like to actually know what it is because it <laughs> might answer some questions of why you are the way you are sometimes <laughs> Even well, outside it, of a sexual experience, but at this point, or there's it might so bring many up more questions, <laughs> or it might get you into a three point seven. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of where I went. <laughs> That's the thing. At this point, there's so it's kind of intimidating. There's so many point zero. You know, there's so many different things where you're like, what if I try forty of them and none of them are my. What if it's the last two I try are part of my 2.7? Well, you've had a good time and getting there. Maybe. Or you just got or really raw members. <laughs> and the in-out trail has been just tampered down. Now you just have a bunch of memories you can never, never, never get, rid get rid of. Never get rid of. And a perforated oh. bowel. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, <laughs> I know, and, a, and a view of humans that's not as, you know, maybe it's probably more cynical than it should be. Anyway. <laughs> I think all those things, except for the perforated bowel, will serve you well in life. So. <laughs> my prolapsed anus is the best. Bad side effect of but a fun life. Then you can post for Na- National Geographic. And then you That's have a career. True. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. That's a fun career, National too. National right Geographic there. model. What a thing to be known for. Prolapsed butthole. Check it there out. Go. <laughs> All right. I hope you guys aren't eating. Because uh, <laughs> I want to talk about the sizzle and not the steak. Uh, that's our next little thing. Unless there's any more. Yeah, we wanna... I put my dick on those too. For sure. <laughs> okay, sorry. We're moving on. We're moving on. I think we're moving on. So, but uh, that's. Yeah. We, we tried to make a whole show out of talking about jerking off. If we almost got there. We could have. I, I just moved on because it's, you know, I'm hungry for a steak. And then, it, you know, I can it's like all it. this talk of wanking really worked up. <laughs> it seriously burned some calories. I didn't have. I need to get the steak on. No. Okay. So we talked a little bit before this about what we think. I don't even want to stop. I just keep going. <laughs> right. like, sorry, 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 sorry. Tell us about your dick. No, no, no. Tell us about an adventure your dick had that uh, you haven't told us before. Uh, you've pretty much heard all of it. <laughs> A conquest of the dick. No, all right. Sad but true. <laughs> Anywhere I roam. All three of them. <laughs> no. Um, no, let's talk about the sizzle and the steak. Sizzle and, steak. and if we talk about our wieners after that, then... It's going to come up. It may, I, I mean, at this point, Like my so. wiener. These are the jokes, people. But I was thinking of this because I was listening to a couple edits of our show, and we kind of come to this topic we go around this topic a little bit a lot of our life is about how the media portrays things and it's not true it's about how people in our lives are talking about things and it's not true it's how maybe we've had a scientific discussion here where it's some of those things aren't true like shovelcock like shovelcock right like i hope that's a thing forever because it's the goddamn i think about shovelcocks all the time i'm like i hope that's not shovelcock stupid brain so i think what you're saying is we get addicted to the hysteria well the sizzle not the steak in the marketing world that 
is the let's name of the game. I mean, it doesn't matter what you're given exactly. Like if you can if you can package something nice that makes it a sizzle, and whether or not your thing is as good as it could be, it looks better because of the packaging. Or you get a, a professional celebrity or some shit to talk about your bullshit product. That's more sizzle. Look at the cool thing that that isn't the steak, <laughs> but the steak's good too because the guy says so. But it does seem like we kind of live in a world that at least in the West and at least in my experience and looking, most of my friends aren't this way, so it makes me wonder. But when I when I engage in the world of media and social media and I talk to some of my friends that I'm not as close to and I see some of that stuff, it does seem like we get lost in the sizzle. But the you know? world of social media in itself is literally sizzle. the sizzle. Yeah, right. And that's why, so, yeah. so in what you're saying is absolutely correct, and, and and because that everybody lives so much on social media within that sizzle, the constant grind of that sizzle, and everybody poking and prodding that, and and and, and uh, basically getting that fire going, then people I think bring it from there into their personal lives because they get so worked up over this crazy ass dude shit. I'm never gonna forget that. I social media is all sizzle. I'm gonna say it There's right here no too. Steak. I love being off. Facebook. I fucking love it. However, You're what missed. I I miss making some of my own kind of like the 75 hard stuff was was fun for me to do. Yeah. And it was getting a little I was wanting to try to get a little artsy with it, but I actually I I, miss, I, I really I really miss people that interact with this show. Yeah. That's that's a, have, been a have, big deal. I didn't realize how big of a part of my life it was until now that that's gone but that's the only thing I miss this community is so lovely you got to let's go and for some reason discord I can't get into the it's just when I have conversations that are more one on one personal discord is a little tougher for me to do that right so so you miss Facebook because it is actually a, so despite can, yeah, Zuckerberg's actually. best efforts uh, it's still actually kind of a thing that you yeah. can do yeah, I still love the shitbox. I miss our shitbox wizard who's in Cambodia right now. Uh, anyway, took that off the sizzle, but yes, the, no, no, no. Yeah, the whole bring it back to the that sizzle, is they, they, no. that is the sensationalism of of media, and we're all media driven now, or the world seems to be very media driven now. Yeah. Not not even being around it is pretty fucking free. It's it makes, a lot of instant gratification too. I think that's the a lot of it stems from that shit cuz we're not I mean we're conditioned to hunt down instant gratification in a lot of areas in our life, but even I mean even before that was the case, people love instant gratification, you know? Like mm-hmm. it's just like, "Oh, I get I get the good thing." Whew as little effort as I can possibly exert for the most amount of zing, even yeah. though it only lasts for a second, right? You know, it's like the, it's the, steak, are, the steak takes work. I think it's because people are know? bottling farts for 25 grand a week or whatever. And I think people... Is that are, a thing? I, I don't Sign know. me up, dude. I know, right? Uh, I new think revenue stream unlocked. I think people are like, well, life's obviously a fucking joke if that's happening. So... I, I take a lot of vitamins, dude. My farts are probably... <laughs> I just kind of want to know. I'd be very valuable for you to buy. I want to know the why. <laughs> What's the purpose of that? Of bottling farts? Yeah. Because people so buy So people them. in San Francisco can smell them. Oh, just, oh, it's, oh, I got <laughs> I'm from San Francisco. Like, like an aphrodisiac. But you're right. You. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah, it's generally OnlyFans models and stuff are farting into models. My, I, I my, don't know. It's not really the OnlyFans model I was going to go after. But. <laughs> Imagine, uh, what I think is funny is like, obviously there's some big, huge OnlyFans people that are bottling farts and they're making 25 grand off a month or whatever it is off that. 
I don't know how sustainable that is or how good that is for you. But there's also some people that are trying it that Dude, are low level. if I can level. sell one fart for 25 right. grand, it doesn't no, matter if it's sustainable. But there, but it's probably like 25 bucks a shot. That's the thing. She's probably farting in like 50 fucking jaws, 100 jaws a week. No. But it'd be funny for the low level where they're like, I sold two of these for five bucks. I farted in three jars for five bucks. I'm not sure if this is the right field for me. I don't know. It's just kind of hey, one of those gotta things. You've got to pay your dues like everybody exactly, else. Exactly. It's like playing a show to three people. You're like, well, I fought it into three bottles. And I, and I packaged them. One of them was broken in the mail. Son of a bitch. Well, I had I to refund that. I don't know how many people caught, but Zach, you're kind of in that club now, dude. Where I can think, no, think about it. Oh, no. I don't know how many people caught it, but the end of last week's episode... When I we did, did our fart. When we did our bing bong. That was a legit. That was a real fart. That, that the, came straight from your asshole. It did. And if you I factor can, in the fact that that some of these cats listening are paying us on Patreon, they then paid for a by extension, they paid to listen to your fart go right into their ear holes. <laughs> it did go without their permission. It went into my ear hole. I forgot about it. I was editing it. <laughs> I, I forgot you did that. And then at the very end, I was like, ah! <laughs> That's an actual butthole. I'm kind of holding one in this time, but what I don't think we want to do is turn this into blowing fecal matter into our microphones every show. I don't know. The more patrons we get, the higher your farts are. It's not worth the pink guy. <laughs> There's going to be somebody who just like subscribes to our Patreon and it's literally going to have a comment that just says, I'm only doing this for Zach's farts. I need more every fecal week. Matter. If you stop farting, no more money. I don't think I'll ever stop farting. That's a, a gift. <laughs> I have inside of me no matter what I eat in my life I will have a gastrointestinal problem yeah all right so yeah, back to the I, sizzle I know what, I know what you're saying though about the uh, about the sizzle and the steak Cause like uh, like I was kind of leading into the steak <laughs> we're gonna wear the fuck out of this analogy but yes, the steak, the steak, the steak takes work you know what I mean like if you like it's by far more satisfying but it's not nearly as instantly satisfying right. you know and and the more you get into it the more you kind of start to get used to it and you start to take it for granted until you have no more steak and then you're like fuck I really miss when I had steak but now I'm just eating air now I'm just now I'm just Eat eating steak flavored potato chips because I didn't you know it's a little easier and it kind of reminds me of it right you know? oh shit it's well it it's also goes back into I think like we were talking about I, I was talking specifically about law enforcement and the media films that would hit social media and they would show only little portions of of clips. Nobody ever asks, how the fuck did we get here to begin with? Right. And nobody asks, what the fuck happened afterwards? They they just want that little fucking, that hot little clip. Yeah. The sizzle. And not the yeah. Because yeah. then you can make your own determination. Well, you, you don't can have use to it know in, what the truth is. In the way is. that you want to use it too. Yeah. The truth, the truth doesn't matter. That is pretty strange. I, the question I kind of want to ask is like, how did we get here? Have we always been this way? Maybe we're always just tricked by things, the, the shiny lights, maybe it's bread and circus for, throughout all humanity. Like, and why are we this way, if that's the case? And, and not everybody I know is that way. A lot of people I know see right through the sizzle. I and, blame and Obama, personally. <laughs> really what it is, is Gerald Ford. <laughs> Everything was great until... In 1972, sometime. they took us off the gold standard, that fucking Nixon son of a bitch. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> Obama again. <laughs> I wonder, though, because, yeah, I mean, we always kind of trust the media. It's like the majority of people always trust the media in any place, it seems like. I don't know why. But it's that's kind of what the media does. It's like here's some shiny lights or some silly yeah. sounds. Is that true? Do you think still? about trusting the media? That the majority of people trust. Everybody the media? says they don't trust the media, but everybody has a media source 
that they trust. Yeah. And exactly. it usually is what goes along more with their own personal beliefs and, and, and values. Right. And if yours is just a ride, <laughs> <laughs> you're, about, you're probably in a Good bunker life. somewhere with some rations. <laughs> and that's probably where it, we'll join you soon. I mean, you have yeah. to get your information from somewhere. And, and, and the theory really is you can't, you can't believe it if it's on the internet. You can't believe it if it's spoken. You can't believe it if it's written. So unless it happens right the fuck in front of you, I guess you can't believe it anymore. Well, yeah. you, in well the ideally sizzle, you get your information from a lot of somewhere. So yeah. It's, well, it's when you're only getting it from one yeah. somewhere that you start getting into trouble. I think no Absolutely. matter where that somewhere is, to be honest. But then again, how much of how that is how much of that is already one-time disseminated information that's all been split up between all these other entities, and they've fucking made it their own thing already you know what i mean absolutely so you the probably you just never fucking know well you have unless, to start unless you see it with your own ojos and then someone will talk <clears throat> you out of it and try to say that you didn't actually see what you fucking saw <laughs> that's when i mean in the sizzle not the steak kind of society i think we have to learn how to look at things through first principle perspectives where it's like okay nobody's telling me the truth really because everybody's got some sort of agenda and they've got money based on it and jobs and shit so nobody's really throwing me straight fastballs I'm getting curveballs everywhere and so it's like all right first principle time for everything like what do I know about the world what can I find out if it's true where do I find out if it's true we all have to be little researchers because it's the it's freedom of speech it's the right to the freedom of media too to lie they can yeah. say whatever the fuck they want we have to be we have to recognize we swim in those waters and educate ourselves where it's like first principles like what do i actually believe the fundamental morality is of this issue that they're throwing at me you know yeah. whatever and it might i think be. it's i think you got to cut yourself a little bit of slack too because not everybody has time to be a researcher 24 7 no one you know, does i sure don't my, myself That's included why. i get shit wrong all the time i'm sure even on this podcast i put my foot in my mouth talking about some shit Shuffle. that i was like you're like oh he read about that for five minutes that son of a bitch <laughs> and you're right it was, that was probably true but good assessment you know but Same for myself. but the the you know cut yourself a little bit of slack but also i think one of the best practices you can get in the habit of as far as consuming less bullshit in any meaningful fashion is to just keep keep your eyes peeled for shit that's verifiably true mm. no matter big or small doesn't matter in in, in any subject matter just f just keep be on the lookout for shit that you're like i know for a fact that is that way and then and then hang on to that and examine it and go okay how do i know that is that way why was i able to determine that and then just put it in a pile and keep adding shit to that pile no matter what it is even if it's not related just just have this little pile of like this is true these these things in this pile are true and that you know the more you do that the more i find that you'll be able to look outwardly at things and even if you haven't done the research yet you'll start to develop this sense of like mm -hmm. that's probably not true or that seems like it could be true i should look into it and then just spend your time more on looking into the shit that seems like it might be true mm -hmm. and then just keep making that pile a little bit bigger you know yeah. it's just like it's not a perfect system but it's it fucking helps i think that i think that one of the faults that we have as humans too in looking for those tangible truths not understanding what a tangible truth is and mistaking somebody else's opinion that fits into a belief that i have as being a truth when really what the way that it's worded is probably just an opinion or Some an observation of theirs that they simulated from whatever it is that you're absorbing and you're taking that as a truth but it but it's you're just kind of mimicking their yeah. observation it's hard too because truth it's easy to say oh truth is subjective 
and and then there's the you know there's that crowd and then there's also the crowd of like no truth is truth is truth it's truth in spite of anything and i kind of yeah so truth i feel is, that truth, i feel that let me finish this sorry part. i feel that um it is both like both are kind of true to a certain extent like the the tr- things that are true simply are true and i think that that's a fair thing to say but the way that that truth manifests in different contexts is different mm-hmm. you know just because a thing is true still true but if you put it into a different context it's it's true but the way that it manifests is not the same and the outcome is probably not the same either you know so, so would this worth be looking at both so would this be sure. correct okay mm-hmm. we let's take a scenario of a of a fight jimmy and johnny we're watching a My video on Johnny. We're we're Johnny no, well, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be because oh, this is bullshit. You Jimmy hits. Jimmy hits Johnny. Johnny falls down. We know that Jimmy hits Johnny. Oh, everybody loves an underdog. Get him, Johnny. Get but him. what? But what happens in Get that him a body is bag. people then they see that then immediately they've already filled in why Johnny hit him. You know, mm-hmm. instead of actually knowing what happened, I think there's a lot of presumptions that people just automatically think is truth because your brain automatically fills in gaps whether you know it does or not. Oh, so this isn't a sanctioned fight? <laughs> it's not a sanctioned fight. No. This is just a bullshit on a street. Just a bullshit That's some fight. shit that my brain filled in. Was like, <laughs> I saw black belt against black belt. I, uh, I thought that was true until you know, it's a, it's like, <laughs> you know, just like saying Jimmy, Jimmy hurt Johnny. That's subjective too. We don't know if Johnny's actually hurt. We just know that he got hit. But well, you might discern, hurts, Jeff. But but but, <laughs> sure does. but in seeing that, you might think that oh well that 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 truth would be oh Jimmy hit Johnny and Johnny's hurt. Well, because why? Well, because Johnny fell down. Well, maybe he's not hurt. Yeah, maybe he tripped. Well, Jimmy's obviously a bastard. So I don't. Know. <laughs> or maybe not. I guess, maybe Johnny deserved it. <laughs> I guess I'm saying Sounds like he did. Even, even when you see a truth, you have to look more into what that truth is. True. Yeah. Fair statement. Fair enough. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know. I guess that kind of relates to the sizzle and the steak in a sense. Um, we're trying to make it. We're, well, as we're much just. We I, I think it's. I think it's me. just more. We got there. I'm trying to examine how we got there, and it seems like we got there because we were like, we were getting into why we are that way. Like, what? What's the draw of like? Why are we so attracted to the sizzle over the steak? The more times I say that, the funnier it sounds coming out of my mouth. Sizzly steaks. And. Uh, mm. And I think I think it's because like we sort of just illustrated like the because like I said the steak takes work you know like if you're gonna get to the the meat of the issue it's not easy yeah. it's pretty much almost never easy you know and it's it's more worthwhile it'll sustain you and there's a so lot much better. meat out there yeah but but like Pick your it, meat. T- it takes work to get there it doesn't take any work to just go ooh smells nice looks good true I like that I didn't have to do anything for that that was free. Maybe that, maybe that's all I need. I don't really need steak. I just smell it and look at it. You're saying that we're just apathetic, lazy little bastards. More or less, yeah. That's pretty in a much, nutshell. That's yeah. how I am. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I really like video games yeah. and, and things in, I can and microwave. And in that sense, I think that has been part of human nature probably since the dawn of whatever, wherever we came from. The mothership, the pond scum, the <laughs> stardust, whatever. I love does them it, all. I does it make me it. apathetic now that I, most of that yes. shit, I'm just like, I don't, I don't fucking... I don't care anymore. Yeah, dude, you're a piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what, like, society... He's like, yeah, 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 We're We're done with the sizzle and steak, aren't we? I would imagine. I feel done with it. I kind of want a steak now. I know, right? All right, well, we're done with that. Let's move on to your poem. That's the next thing on our list. Ooh. You found something that that might inspire us. I brought a poem. Yeah. It's not not short, but it's not long. I'll I'll just spit it out. Spit it. 
It's medium. Um, it's medium. Yeah, it's kind of a medium length poem, but uh, oh, that's an underused term. That term needs to be used unless it's used more. by me. I, I probably overuse it. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it doesn't I'd seem uh, it doesn't seem underused to me, but just it's because I've been friends keep. with Jeff for a lot of years now. Just such a good fucking word. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost as good as cunt. I mean, <laughs> well. I don't know, dude. Let's not get carried cunt. away. Yeah, cunt like, is such a valuable <laughs> term. It's, it's much more appropriately, uh, or, uh, widely viewed as appropriate. True. That is true. But it's not really an insult. But that's Although part it of, is the but, way you use yeah, it. The, it's definitely an insult. The, the little bit of taboo around the word cunt is part of its charm. Yeah. If I say you have a medium like shirt a, on, trust me, I'm making fun of you. <laughs> <laughs> There's no doubt. Yeah. It comes across that way too. Every yeah. time you use the word cunt, you feel like some little fairy tale creature in the UK is dying somewhere. Like, oh, no! <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah. One of the iron sheets. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, it's like the taboo of anal sex. Why not? Anyway, I got a poem, boys. Poem hear it? time. So, is it, should we snap? Yeah, it's oh, beat poetry it's for sure. No, I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna horribly mispronounce this guy's name. Um, <laughs> Is it my turn to do jazzy. a song? Jazzy, yeah. do it. Yeah, <laughs> do a poem song. Go for it. Spotlights on you. Alright, that's sorry. <laughs> I felt myself starting to get invested, and I was like, "We well, have to stop." We don't have fedoras. We need to stop and get fedoras first. All you guys listening out there, are like, ah, there's the autism. We found it. <laughs> we we fucking found it, boys. Oh, <laughs> All right. So this guy's name is uh, Shane. Uh, I'm gonna fuck this up. Shane Koizan. Koizan. It's spelled K-O-Y-C-Z-A-N. You okay. fucking He's the author it. of this poem. He's the author of this poem. Right. Okay. This was uh, sent to me by an internet friend um, just earlier today, actually, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to read that on the podcast because it's just, it's fucking good. So this is kind of a, kind of an unfuck yourself type of situation, but cool. I'm going to read it. You guys can jump in and we can pick apart if you want, but I'm just going to spit this one out. So it's called How to Be a Person. Uh, and it's numbered, 1 through 10. So, nice. So, I like things that are simple so, to follow. 1. Find your voice. Know, <laughs> no. know that not all languages contain words. Your voice could be music. It could be dance. It will be what expresses you most sincerely. Your voice is an art. If your heart is broken, make art with the pieces. Mm. 2. Remember that you are an artist. Regardless of how constantly the world will try to drive it out of you or how a real job will try to bury that part of you that communicates your feelings when language fails you, you are an artist. Whether it's worth or with food or building robots, you will know your medium the instant you realize how in love you are with what it brings out of you. Hmm. Three, apologize. You will not always be right. You will not always be wrong. You will hopefully always be learning. Atonement is a sacrifice of pride. Explanation of why you did what you did or said what you said will not vindicate you. If the cost to heal someone is only your pride, then apologize and be grateful that you've received peace at such a bargain. Bam. Should we pause for Those are four pause? Yeah. big, big old fucking... Some good shit, though, right? Those are real great. I love that last part where he says, if the cost to heal 
someone is only your pride, then apologize and be grateful you received peace at such a bargain. That's brilliant shit. I fucking love that, dude. Wow. <laughs> Put that on a fucking, in a song. Yeah. That's good stuff. Put it in a poem. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Done. All right, please continue. That was... Yeah. Just he had to breathe for a second. That's a lot of... I know. It, it just it gets deeper from here, boys. <laughs> Sweet. Six more of these fucking things. Uh, four. Forgive. Realize that some people are still learning. If forgiveness is not possible, then think of everything you've ever wanted to be forgiven but weren't. Hold that uneasiness in your mind until you feel your desire for absolution becoming a wish. Realize you can grant this wish for others. If you are waiting for forgiveness, be prepared to wait. Be prepared to stand in the path of time and wither. Respect that forgiveness is difficult. Not all trespasses are equal, and not everyone will heal according to your schedule. Fuck. Yeah. Whatever. Fucking just forgive me already. <laughs> yeah, I've thought about that kind of shit often. Because I've done some fucked up things and I've definitely had some fucked up things done to me mm. and I I mean being raised in a Christian environment I was always taught like oh you just forgive you just forgive people that's you know you're supposed to do that you're supposed to just forgive and forget and I'm like no <laughs> no like Huge that, difference. That, that shit never has sat well with me I'm like I might forgive I don't owe it to anybody to forgive them that's depends it's for me you know, if I want to forgive him or not, like my sociopath that we started digging into last episode, no forgiveness, probably not ever. And, and nor is it warranted, you know, and nor will I be forgetting it either. <laughs> well, and there's a, there's a huge difference between forgiveness and just being at peace with something that happened in your life and taking the value from it, both, both the negative and, and the positive and moving the fuck on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know it, that's where you want to be. I don't. It, there's a lot of people I don't forgive in my life, but I understand that whatever happened, I took my part. There's their part. Life moves on. Yeah. That's that's done. So yeah. Connecting, having a, an attachment to those kind of things is definitely. Yeah. Uh, you can painful. hold on to that shit to learn. Go. Well, you know what? I've been here before, and I can draw from this. And I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna learn from that fuck up this time, and I'm not gonna let that happen up here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You, but that doesn't mean you have to hold resentment on it. So it's not necessarily up to your conscious mind. Your chemicals do what they will. Like yeah. you're like, I want to forgive and forget, and they're like, but I can't. I think that's, well, that's, I think, that's I think like you the, can't the control the very last line in that. Will, it says, though. "Not all trespasses are equal, and not everyone will heal according to your schedule." Right. Which Including means, yourself. Which means they might not fucking ever right. heal. You know, like it's. And I don't mean to poo-poo forgiveness either, because forgiveness is potent. Like it's a fuck. It, it's a big deal. You mm -hmm. know, if you can manage to forgive somebody, it's usually a bigger deal for the person doing the forgiving than it is for the person being forgiven. But not always. Like like the like the line in the poem said. Like that's that's. You know, you think about something that you just bitterly wish that you could be forgiven for and then realize that you can grant that wish for somebody else. You know, it's just like you don't have to. You don't owe it to them to do that, but you can. Right. And you might want to if you think about it that way. And it's not you know? a bad thing. No. Yeah. Which would no, indicate that you can shit, will forgive. to carry shit. Which would indicate <laughs> that if you can think about it that way and actually prompt forgiveness, then you can will forgiveness, real forgiveness, and real, or at least real understanding and moving forward. Yeah. At, at, at your own wish, understanding gratitude of the situation, no matter how shitty it was. Yeah. Does that yeah. make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. I think if something's no longer serving you by carrying it, then put it down. And if forgiveness is part of that, then fucking, fucking A, you know? 
As, but some things are worth carrying, man. Dude, like, I don't you know, know why spite is so valuable as a as a tool to motivate. But sometimes spite is nice uh, to have in your anger. Your anger and spite have definitely have their use. For I'm not sure. ready to forgive a few people because of the spite drives. No, <laughs> that's valid. But though. through my I life, like with sports and shit, like like disdain for certain things was the reason why like I'm going in the gym I'm gonna fucking lift and I'm gonna go shoot hoops or whatever for right. five hours because yeah. I fucking hate that kid I'm gonna dunk on his head <laughs> yeah it's valid so. <laughs> anyway some thoughts on forgiveness uh, yeah ready, please continue ready to move on yeah All now right. we have six more I counted improperly before I think <laughs> you're just setting up everybody for failure I'm math stupid on the air you're mismanaging expectations like. five Except that farting is funny. <laughs> this is Amen. one of the deeper items on the list in this poem. <laughs> Granted, not always appropriate and sometimes unpleasant. But if you cannot laugh, if you are more offended by a fart than by war, famine, political corruption, deforestation, <laughs> racism, sexism, classism, the wrongfully imprisoned, the treatment of women... The foreclosing on homes while banks' debts are forgiven. If a fart offends you more than any of that, then you are not a person and you cannot be helped. <laughs> Join a cult. Have some Kool-Aid. <laughs> Flavor. <laughs> Got a little spicy on that one. I did get spicy. Fair point, though. Six. Know that love is a vulnerability, but not a weakness. Hmm. Love is the volunteer in you that raises its hand and steps forward without needing to be rewarded. Love is a currency that functions in reverse because the only way to be wealthy with it is to give more of it away. Hmm. No shit. Hmm. That's pretty cool. Right. And you probably won't run out of it, despite what you think. No. Your cupeth runneth over <laughs> when you love things. Seven. Don't laugh to fit in. Stop it. Sorry. Laughter should be honest. If there is no sincerity in your joy, then your happiness will be a forgery that fools only yourself. Damn, B. Short right. and sweet. Yeah. I don't feel like I have that problem. I generally just laugh all week long. I just think everything's I laugh funny. Shit all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just think everything's funny, especially my jokes. I'll be the right. first person to laugh That's, at my jokes. Yeah, I'm, I'm with I you. picked them. Of course, I love right. them the most. You do have some good jokes. <laughs> yeah. Fucking a. <laughs> seven. Uh, sorry, we did seven. Eight. Do not fear to be hated, but be cautious towards those inhabited by hate. You will be hated, regardless of who you are what you say or what you do you will be hated for your successes or your failures which we've kind of talked about before right for good looks or bad looks for intelligence or stupidity hate is the child of the hater we retired that word though so we can't say that anymore. right no more haters <laughs> nurtured by the belief that has fed you often you will have no control for what you are hated for know that antipathy becomes the master of its owner Know that if you are going to be hated, regardless of who you are, then be fearless enough to be who you want to be. Damn, be. Hate is no more eloquently articulated than in a poetry of the expression, not your fucking problem. 
Might be my favorite line in the whole thing. <laughs> Was this Shakespeare rightness? Let me say that again for the people in the back. <laughs> oh. Hate is no more eloquently articulated than in a poetry of the expression, not your fucking problem. I love that shit. That's pretty good. <laughs> Nine. Try. The tiniest dream that you try to make happen is worth more than the biggest dream you never attempt. Damn, Skippy. <laughs> and last, just hitting hard, right? Isn't it? Like take yep. this human, hiya, hiya, <laughs> right to your spine. <laughs> and finally, ten. Be savagely thankful and continuously in awe of the power you possess. You are alive inside of an endless cosmos with a freedom that shines brightest in the dark. Choices, your choices belong to you so intimately that they will never leave you. They, unlike the changing nature of love or the failing machinery of our bodies, will never abandon you to time. Good or bad, they will stay always an antique that shows the future who you were and what you stood for. So know that what you choose to stand for is what will inform you of what you've chosen to stand against. So stand. Let each foot crash land into what you believe and plant them there firmly so that they may take root in your convictions and stand. Oh, damn. Well, you say that, but then they say mean things on the internet. I fucking, I fancy myself a poet until I fucking trip over that real poet's poetry. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. Yeah. So anyway, it was a little... No, that shit rhymed, A little bit of a ride, yeah. <laughs> and none of it rhymed, but... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I thought it, it hit me right when I was listening to it on the way over here, and I was like, "Yeah, I think uh, all ten of those were fantastic, uh, if not a hundred percent, at least ninety nine percent kind of thing." Be taken very, very few platitudes in there too. Like it was, yeah. it was stuff that's like, "Yeah, that's more or less conventional wisdom," but it wasn't put. It wasn't like I read that on a motivational poster kind right. of shit. You know, like that was. It does feel like something that if some ch young person was handed this even an older person that never heard this but a young person was handed this before school or something it would be something like yeah, just come back to this yeah remember these things just kind of come back this is that your would, syllabus we don't really do that for the kids i guess you know i think the bible's meant to do that but it's a very impenetrable impenetrable book for young people in a lot of cases uh but yeah, you know, we don't give kids just like a, here's some basic morality fucking and not just morality but some like tips on like hey I know you're, you're gonna feel like everything that's new is scary and you want to avoid it but if you don't you know those kind of things mm -hmm. like if somebody would have told me it's like all those things you're afraid of if you just get through the fear part at the other end of that is so cool yep <laughs> so almost every time almost every time yeah and uh, it might fuck you up a little along the way but you probably won't regret it yeah. <laughs> right I mean that's adventure and yeah all that good stuff but it'll make you a more dynamic person no matter how it turns out. I don't want to be dynamic, God damn it. I just want to be straight. You're going to be dynamic whether no, you like it or not. I just want to sit and watch TV. We didn't spend all this money to send you to college so you couldn't be dynamic. <laughs> <laughs> all right, last thing for the day. Are you guys I, ready? I actually disagree with that statement. <laughs> <laughs> Greatly. We'll get into it. Throw it down. All right, the last thing. You guys ready for some reasonableness party? I don't think we've skipped it. We didn't skip it last week. but uh, This one is about kind of about freedom of speech, but it's more along the lines of freedom to listen and so and that's kind of i don't know where i learned that but i learned it a long time ago that that is what freedom of speech is in a sense for all of us to hear things and uh 
especially in times when people are questioning things and we're going to all the experts and those kind of things when we have a national emergency and stuff, the freedom to hear things. I mean, there's lots of misinformation, I think is what people like to fashionably call it now. Uh, but there's lots of crap you have to go through as a human being to figure stuff out. And that's why first principles again. But God damn it, I don't trust people that want me to not hear things. And uh, I don't know, that's with the Reasonless Party... I want to look at the freedom of speech. It's one thing to say things, and you get consequences for saying things, whether the government protects you from them or not. The world will destroy you. But there's still like the freedom to hear uh, that sometimes we, we pressure each other where we're like, we just don't even want to hear the perspective of a thousand points you're about to make. We don't want to hear a single one of them. And I feel like maybe I'm just out in the in the woods or something but I feel like that's even if one point is valuable out of a thousand and a diatribe of a hateful piece of shit mm-hmm. it's still worth it for me because I just want to know because I'm not on anybody's team other than like what's right or what's true I guess and I don't even know if I'm on that team half the time but so it sounds like it sounds like you're you're sort of reiterating freedom of speech but in the in the sense of like the reason why it's so important at least in part is because if you don't have it then you're robbing people of the of the ability to be able to hear whatever is going to be said whether they agree with it or not whether it has value or not there might be something of value in it even if it's a total shit pile yeah well it's valuable to hear what they have to say so that we can assess if they're a total shit pile and if their ideas are total shit piles right i mean that's what we used to do it's like okay piece of shit say what you're gonna say yeah and they say they're piece of Dig shit your stuff. Own grave. <laughs> yeah exactly but then we all are enriched not because they're saying piece of shit stuff but because they're the opposite of who we are but we still hold the freedom of expression up where we're like i hate what you have to say but i and i didn't want to listen to it and you don't have to listen to it to have these freedoms and stuff but but we didn't silence you because we're not those kind of people we want to we we could shut you up and we could not listen but i don't know if that makes sense to me i I feel like we're in a weird space perhaps in a society that's always been really good with freedom of speech with good with freedom to hear these arguments uh maybe not 100 percent. at least better than most others yeah well it's it's codified in our fucking in the first amendment you know it's in our Oh, that old law. thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's in other other places law too, but it's a little different, you know, in some places too. It's more of a tradition of freedom of speech and things in some of these other places. But it's weird because the conversation's just about uh, specific arguments within specific ideological, political things where this debate falls. And I just wish some of the people that are like, we don't listen to them what they're saying to me is it's like you can't hear you're not allowed to hear these things and and for people like me i i won't be able to deal with that <laughs> yeah if you ban a book i'm going to read it like guaranteed yeah i and, feel i feel what you're saying man and it's like the the listening part has kind of always been the the more like there's 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 i don't know i'm trying to be careful how i phrase this but uh, listen, the choice to listen or not is is your defense to free speech, and it's just as free. You know what I mean? Like, like everybody should be allowed to say what the fuck they want to say, even if I fucking despise what's coming out of their mouth. I still want them to be able to say it. I also want to be able to say whatever the fuck I want to say back in response. Right. But I also have the choice to just not fucking listen to it. Yeah. 
you know like even if somebody's in my face i can cease listening to them and remove myself from the situation if i don't want to hear it you know and so can anybody else like unless you're tied to a chair in which case crimes are being committed right for sure (laughs) what in a different conversation and and give me a call i'll come help you but (laughs) but you know short of an extreme situation like that you don't have to listen to anything anybody has to say if you really don't want to Mm -hmm. you can you can turn off the radio you can shut down the web browser you can remove yourself from the city park or you can kick somebody's ass out of your house it I mean, what is what know. is the idea uh, in trying to in trying to shut somebody down oh my god i don't i disagree with that person so wholeheartedly that i am in such fear that other people will agree with them and not agree with me that i need to get them shut down is that is that what we're doing it is something like that i think they believe that that a certain sort of intelligence will just be easily persuaded by a speaker and and or an ideology and that they'll lose them to that and there'll be one more enemy well, it's a little disturbing to me too because the 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 unspoken desire there and the unspoken declaration there is that i disagree with you and i do not believe that you will ever change as a person no matter what happens so i not only do i want to kill what you're trying to say right now i want to kill all of what you might say in the future as well and i want to make sure that you're not able to do that i don't want you heard by anyone and, and, Think and, about and the hubris. That's, that's a little bit disturbing to me because uh, everybody changes aggressive. I mean, aggressive, everybody, everybody changes i've changed tremendously in the last five years as far as my outlooks on things and the stuff that i'm willing to say to another person not that i was a toxic piece of shit but maybe i was sometimes you know or i was right. just at the very least i was just more ignorant than i am now you know but like I change and so does everybody else and so to try and to try and to disagree with somebody so vehemently that you're like I don't give a fuck how you change in the future you're not allowed to talk anymore because you said this thing that's that's so that's that's mental it is it It is and it's a very popular mental thing it seems like you're operating from a place of of fear it does at at best and it seems like you're operating it's fear hidden by power basically that's it's a lot of little little tyrants running around the internet that show that tell on themselves constantly but with that kind of attitude i would definitely agree with that it's very strange because well, people that do that, imagine that in people real that life. people that make a practice out of that. I mean, every I mean, people have emotional reactions. I get it. You know, like nobody's perfect, but people that people that make a consistent habit out of behaving that way, or worse, l- searching out excuses to behave that way, right. those people cannot be trusted. Right. Period. They can't be trusted. Not even if not even if what they're trying to tear down is something that you don't really mind seeing torn down in that moment. Those people can't be trusted because they will turn on anybody. They'll turn on anybody. They don't like you. You might agree with them one day, but then tomorrow you don't. Yeah. They'll cut your throat. No, they're just looking for the next thing to devour. Yeah, because that's that's become that's become their motivation. It's not about it's not really about whatever ideology they're espousing moment to moment. It's it's about what what can I tear down? What can I destroy to make myself feel better? And those are useful and, or, people or in to history. keep attention off of me, you know, which is also occasionally the case where it's like oh if i if i'm constantly tearing down other stuff and getting people to praise me for it nobody's gonna come looking at, at my shit right dude so much of that happens in you this know. world right uh i i worry about those people because if you study any history at all even just 20th century of history those were generally the people that were throwing their neighbors in the gulags or throwing yeah jews in the fucking gas chambers kind of thing uh like yeah, which is it we, seems we, like an extreme thing to say, but it's true. It like, probably it's is. Fair, it's, canceled it's, it's, it's a fair statement, man. You well, know? We're not like, far off. We all have little tyrants in us. It's yeah. like you have to be a monster to get through this fucking world. It's your ability to not be a monster 
with your fellow man that makes you kind of a, a person of good stature or whatever. But when you read like Gulag Archipelago, for, exa for example, the people that were shoving broken bottles up fucking people's asses in the gulags yeah. were just normal folk that just had a little bit of extra power over these people. And a lot of times they were criminals released from the prisons too. They, they did a lot of that. There's yeah. some real fucked up shit that governments will do to gain power. And Gulag Archipelago is a fucking, is too much of an eye opening for me. It was way too much. But there's other ones too that, you know, if you study World War II, you know, and, and what Hitler did and things like that, like, yeah, we're all they, terrible monsters. Exactly. It's just that, a matter of whether or not we're awakened or put off the leash. Yeah, <laughs> those stadiums were filled with pe with tens of thousands. They were trying to build, just for the Nazi party, I believe, but they were trying to build like a 100,000 seat arena where they anticipated that there would be so much condensation from the breathing of the people there that there'd be like fucking rain clouds over this thing. <laughs> just to do, just to do <laughs> Nazi... <laughs> That gave me gross back tooth rain. Back of my jaw. I know. I no shit. Wear a mask, you sons of bitches. Ew. But, uh, <laughs> Ew. but that's the thing. Like, it gets weird because history's always been interesting to me, and, and tyrannies, and and I've always been obsessed with like totalitarian. Taking stuff. notes for when you start your regime. <laughs> right. I want to be in charge of all your lives very much. Here comes shovelcock. <laughs> but it does feel like when we talk, when we fiddle around with freedom of speech and our freedom to hear uh, different viewpoints and stuff and to hear different scientific perspectives and to hear different solutions economically and all these weird things that's exactly what's happened in the past you know we see a war on uh, if you look at Mao Zedong his his reign was very interesting when it comes to propaganda humiliating people through propaganda saying things that weren't true in propaganda not to persuade but to make people feel stupid to make people feel hopeless and lost and like I, am i crazy you know that's the most powerful propaganda and that's yeah. a propaganda that's like meant to destabilize and so my little tinfoil hat comes on and i'm like what the fuck is going on in our world mm -hmm. because people that are young and that are usually the the almost every generation the generation wants more freedoms for themselves of course but, but lately like less freedom is is what's in vogue punk rock is like we should take away some of these people's stupid rights they're dumb <laughs> they shouldn't have it and that's punk rock you know it's like i don't think that is yeah and so to me it's like and maybe i'm an old grandpa on my porch saying get off my lawn but it does feel like i wouldn't know i'm not even middle-aged yet right you know, yes by, you are by your guys standard yeah. no you the world's said 35 the world's you, end you 35 the world's I ending on, in i have it on record <laughs> <laughs> yeah we had 12 years at five years ago so it's only seven now uh I don't know. And I don't want to raise the alarm. I think the world is getting better in a lot of ways. I think we're probably becoming more moral. And these are just the growing pangs of being, getting everything out on the table and stuff. But freedom of speech is the foundation of, I mean, the very foundation is our freedom of our body autonomy. Like, if we don't respect that, then there's no speech. There's no private property. There's no fucking who, having your day in court and all this shit if, if you don't care about your body. But then your speech is, like, fundamental to, like, I mean, mind. It's your mind. Yeah. There's some level of well, mind control that can happen with speech and and yeah. And your body, your body, and your autonomy are essentially your right to exist as an individual. Right. And then your speech is 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 nothing less than your ability to communicate with everybody else who is an individual, which is crucial. If you're all going to be in the same fucking cage together, yeah. you have to be able to communicate. You have to. Yeah. Other, otherwise, every single outcome 
that doesn't include that ability to communicate is a nightmare and it, and it will end in disaster mm -hmm. every single one well it's weird because our natural instincts where we think something naturally even if it's wrong but it's our first thing we have to be very careful what we say because it's like oh your natural instincts could be fucked up and it's because you're fucked up deep so you, down and we hate yeah, you and you're off the island and especially like, if you're me and you have a bazillion intrusive thoughts that would <laughs> no. get you fucking lynched right no shit dude <laughs> and it's like but i'm not, not even alone. serious about most of those but they leap into my head like a motherfucker <laughs> i'm just like yeah i could totally stab you in the eye with this pen right now i won't don't worry but right. i could <laughs> but, but you're not alone like that you're not no. like one out of a Certainly thousand not. one out of a hundred no. you're one out of the, everybody three out of three of us have those thoughts in this room and everybody listening has similar thoughts mm -hmm. it's like but we're we're kind of just pretending that things aren't the way they are if we didn't have government we wouldn't have to pretend we could just be the animals that we are and it wouldn't be a big deal that's how i feel i mean it might be a <laughs> we big could just deal. eat each other <laughs> we just be it depends on which animal people. you are which day it might be a big deal <laughs> there's a there's an organization we that we can do better i, I, I find that idea romantic admittedly but i think we can do better yeah I, I, I want high high coordination between human beings, but I bet we could do better than government just having lawyers fix everything. <laughs> hey, who's going to fix that leaky faucet? The lawyers. You know, uh, if that was the case, I would never run out of work, so I guess. True. <laughs> yeah. all right. You know, that's just your own prerogative, man. All right, it's so. Like your opinion. Man. That's where I'm going. <laughs> freedom to hear, freedom to listen. Have we beaten that dead horse till it was glue? Probably. I think so. All right, well, that's our show. There's nothing left. We made it. We made it to the end of Jaw 42. I'm glad the we ended on such episode. an uplifting note. <laughs> I pontificated <laughs> again. This is like two out of the last three episodes where I'm like, God damn, why do I talk so much? But it, it, We're all like, why am I friends with you, Zach? <laughs> That's what you, I just, you guys... You, I, I have enough sad, and you come over and you just give me more sad. <laughs> was that, was that a downer? I was downer? in such a good mood. No, I actually think that was... I actually, despite my hyperbole, I think that was... Uh, it makes me feel good to talk about that kind of shit because it's like it is important it's worth talking about you know and it's like the more it's talked about the more hopeful i feel about it honestly so us talking about it it's like net positive even I, if we piss somebody off it does open okay. up the door we should talk about it yeah no shit <laughs> like I, the thing about it is is that i'm not here for political party agendas I don't sympathize. I really don't have a connection to anything. I spoke you at a couple fucking libertarian centrist fence sitting nope. piece of shit. Nope. <laughs> on the on the political spectrum, I don't find myself in the center. I don't. What's um, funny? I I you feel totalitarian. <laughs> nope. Dictatorial. <laughs> That's also <laughs> incorrect. You've nailed where I am, though. You contrarian. <laughs> I, I don't want to run your life because I don't think I can. Because I, I and can't I don't run want my you life. to run my life at all. <laughs> but I want to cooperate at a high level because I think you're smart at a few things, and and you should maximize those things. And society's really good at doing it without government. And I'm really all. smart at. That's all. I'm really smart at humping furniture. You tell you that right now. <laughs> That's how we started this, and we ended it with like, "There's a surveillance state, big brother." <laughs> here and it's all shutting down <laughs> i tell you it doesn't take very long of not watching tv not having social media and not Start feeling good not being around it like in the cities and you know i mean even the town i live in now is really small not being around people basically i don't see anybody other than the ones i want close to me right uh, i don't deal with any of this shit so like it's hard to even jump in the conversation more because in my world none of this shit fucking exists anymore because i got rid of it it's kind of nice I bet. Yeah. It so doesn't make it so you doesn't make it go away, but does that make my does that make my reality wrong then? No, I don't think so. I mean, I respect 
people that want to be in the middle of whatever this culture war thing is you know god damn it have at it to me it's interesting because it seems like two groups of people shouting through each other and when you fact check either side it's really wanting when it comes down to actual things you can prove and then we're all i think the majority of americans are in the middle of it all and we're all trying to decide where we want to go with it where it's like how do we these people won't talk to each other so they're basically punching each other in the streets at this point uh i mean that can be fun too that, i mean as as viewers it's not been it's not been boring but you do, i mean i might be an anarchist and a piece of garbage as far as people are concerned but i do True. love i live i love this the people of this land and i like the concept of uh, a country in a sense of of a big community i like I love, the sense I love of a couple of them <laughs> i like the i like the world citizen idea too but there's way too many of us and we don't get along very well but yeah, that's not a good I don't idea. want to see, uh, you know, the the cooperation of this country. I don't want to see people not proud of some of the good things that have come from here either. It feels weird. Uh, it's just a weird time. The conversation is about kind of yeah, one group you don't that have really to, you don't have to throw the baby out with the bathwater. You know, right. like I'm not when I say that I'm I'm stoked that I live in America doesn't mean that i'm sanctioning everything that happens in america there's right. definitely we're shitting on anywhere there's else definitely aspects of america that i'm like yeah that fucking bites like that sucks our government like, sucks our government's real bad it's real bad yeah you know but america's really cool though america's pretty fucking cool yeah even even the people even, are actually pretty cool even post-covid mania and all this, not all, all the people everything are cool. that comes along with that and how the economy's <laughs> definitely hurting right now it's still like if I had to pick a place to live, like this is on this is in the top five for sure, and it's probably still the top. I mean, just because I know I know how to do shit here, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, but this like, is the only place that would let me. Yeah, it's just like here, I don't so. know. I've lived I've lived in two countries in my life, so what the fuck do I know? You know, but that's one. Canada more than, is that's spooky right one now. More than a lot of people, and I'm glad to be here as opposed to Canada. Canada so. is spooky. It's pretty spooky. They drank the the government Kool Aid a lot more than we did. Yeah. Sorry, Canada, you know it too. You know they, it. Yeah, they do know it. <laughs> good crap. And look at who you got. I still know a lot of people in Canada, and like not one of them is stoked about the state. There's of very few countries in the world that have that are of the west that have flexed like canada in the last couple of years that was just like yeah i don't give a shit well, yep. yeah we're gonna tell you that all those all those rights you had fuck you <laughs> how <laughs> about you shit. true don't <laughs> exactly that was weird so i know that this, this probably upsets some people if we talk about things like this uh but i have no leaning and I if don't it care. did just go hump your furniture till you feel better. You know? <laughs> but it's, ladies, it's, you can do it too. I don't <laughs> recommend the anything lacy. Go with more satin or your fuzzy. Yep. Yeah. If you got microfiber, anything. Yeah. That's the move. For real. <laughs> and a Sherpa blanket. Except on the for couch. suede. Suede's good. Get the fuck out of my house. I've got stuff to do. <laughs> but in the age of podcasting, we should talk to each other more. Yeah. <laughs> we should talk about things that are hard to talk yeah, about. Yeah, we should. We should, especially, uh, especially if you're pissed off at us, let's talk about it. Yeah, I'm down for real. I'm not, none of that shit. I'm not afraid to do that. I can't anybody, imagine. You know, I can't imagine that anybody that listens to this show is like, yeah, I hate freedom of speech. <laughs> at this point, yeah. But maybe some of the things that we said about, uh, I don't even know. But damn, if you do, I want to hear why. Like, yeah, for I'm sure. interested in that shit. Well, actually, because like, a bunch of morons when they listen to things, they just start shooting. <laughs> no, I don't know. I I, I trust that uh, that people are good overall. And that uh, we keep each other in line when we're not being good. We we kind of know when people are being bad, but 
Yeah, I definitely don't trust that people are humanity. good overall, but I still want them to be able to say what they want. <laughs> That's the thing, though, because inside of us is that little tyrant, so you're right. Yeah. It's like we have to be careful about what gets out there, and I don't know. It's such a complicated world that I don't know shit about. I just, it is, but but we're lost if we stop talking about it. Yeah, I and, and, and I want to hear more about, even from people I hate, even from people that I don't respect, yeah. like... That's on me, I, but I should still want to hear ideas. And well, that, you're right. I think I think we should stress that before we leave this is that like, you know, freedom of speech. Okay, maybe maybe it's a tired thing to talk about, even though I still feel it's incredibly important. Yeah. But the ability to listen, equally important, big time, I would say. And it's like it's it's something that takes fucking practice. It takes effort to actually fucking listen because most of the time what you're doing when somebody's talking is you're sitting there thinking about what you want to say next and you're not even hearing what the fuck is coming out of their mouth that's right and uh it's hard not to do that i do it i do it during every fucking episode of our podcast it's because we're saying something yeah i'm just like i have to have something to to, to say i gotta think now (laughs) so i'll just ignore 50 percent of what he's saying and then i'll it'll seem relevant still that's right i'm like i'll hear the last three sentences okay Based on, I, I, based on the the in the inhale he took before he started talking, I need to say something about what he's saying right now because it's going to be four minutes from now. It's not going to be relevant anymore. <laughs> yeah. That's what happens. Yep. <laughs> All those things yeah. happen. But listening super, super, super important. So just try try your best. If you want to take some advice from your old Uncle Shaden, <laughs> try your best to really school yourself on, on being a good listener because uh, it it's expansive for your mind and it's really important for your relationships in life with yeah. anybody on any level you have to be able to listen did and you hear what i said i, I listened to <laughs> what i hear but, you saying is yeah it's funny because yeah. how many how often i mean and then really, i can flip the narrative yeah. and you say no that's not what i said <laughs> sorry what, no whenever whenever you listen to people that are outside of your comfort zone outside of your echo chamber outside of your friend group outside of your knowledge base like I remember when 9-11 happened. The the thing that was cool to do was to hate Which was on... an inside job, by the way. Whoa! Thermite, Jet... thermite in the no. basement. Are you serious? <laughs> what it... about Building 7? God damn it, Shaden! <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was, it was the, the cool thing to do, and not really, but the patriotic thing to do was to look into, you know, what, what the hell is the Middle East going on, and to hate on that without knowing anything about it. Most people in, in the United States, if, if they're not from that part of the world or know somebody from that part of the world, don't know that much about the Middle East at all or Iraq. They couldn't point it out on a map at the time or whatever, or Afghanistan. Uh, and there was something important about like hearing from people that lived in Afghanistan and Iraq. Like To me, it was, it was something that I think a bunch of journalists did too. They went and they went and talked to people and stuff. And that changes your perspective when you find out that it's not a bunch of evil people that you don't know anything about that aren't 3D characters. Yeah, that, they're people. Yeah, and that they have little kids and that they were just going to school that day and all that stuff. It changes everything, and that's, I don't know, that's the perspective that I'm trying to get to where if you live in an echo chamber, which is that sizzle of the f- social media, I mean, I think we're it's designed to give us an echo chamber of some kind. We don't learn those things. We, everybody's so easily a non-person. Everybody's yeah. so easily put into a box of stupid, evil, uh, anti-me, anti-the good things I'm for. And then the arguments become like these posturings where it's like, I'm virtuous because I'm against a big group of millions of people that I've yeah. never really... You just become a plastic-wrapped person touching other people through plastic. Right. Because yeah. they're also wrapped in plastic. Yeah. Yeah. You lose I, all the meaningful connection. 
And then I can't listen to what I want to listen to because some of those people that you've wrapped in plastic are smarter than me by a lot, and I want to hear what they have to say, even mm-hmm. if they say things that sound awful to me. That's, but you got to be careful because when you're not wrapped in plastic, then Jeff tries to play footsie with you under the table while you're podcasting. So. And who will... F- He's trying to stretch my legs. We've already talked about it. He'll put his wiener on just about anything. <laughs> All right, well, I've, I've dug my grave as much as I can there, but I That's hope good. there's some other people with me where I just want to hear things, even if they're bad, and we can decide I'll, as society. Uh, I'll remember you fondly, Zach. <laughs> hey, I'm dragging y'all I'm not down. not going with you! You can't take me down. We got him, Debbie. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this is the end where we thank everybody. Thank you to uh, the Trusted Turd Triad and our triad. Order of Elder Turds. The Elder Turds. And all the folks. And to <laughs> the, the old, jargon. The old shits. <laughs> the old shits. <laughs> the old gray stink balls. I like that better. Uh, that is better. But thanks to everyone. Jargoneers, all you guys, yeah. uh, all people our, in the Patreon. Patron folk. Yep. Just a ride pod at gmail.com is how to get a hold of us and let us know stuff. Just a ride pod. You can tell me if, you know, whatever, if you think I'm a moron, which I think you're fair. a moron, Zach. I agree with that. I fully agree, and I can, I'm can. i always open to be educated. I'm glad we talked about this. Tell me why my freedom to hear things should tell be limited. Tell <laughs> Actually, I'm talking about the reasonless party. I flat out just said what the reasonless party, we're going to let people talk. And if they say stupid shit, then we'll, the consequences will come. Yeah, we'll hang right. them in the town square. Yes, but they will always be allowed to talk. Who defines who define stupid? I fucking I do. It's really a popularity contest. <laughs> yeah, that's how I'll be too. For I me, think I'm I'm the only one suited to that job. For me, <laughs> and then what? If it's determined stupid, then you can attack them. Then we vote, and then we burn down the city. Yeah, then you we'll burn the books. Stone them in front of the temple. I don't think there's any. Everybody way. throws a rock. I'm not sure there's a way for us to figure out the simulation where we all get along. I think there's just some shit that's going to end up Because it's impossible. Yeah. So. We already covered that. You have to allow for a mess. I know. You have to allow You're for right. A Fuck. We've, we've done 42 episodes now. I'm we a charming motherfucker, a but guess what? Not everybody likes me. That's okay. <laughs> You've got some enemies. I've got some enemies. <laughs> all right. Enemies. Well, that's all we have. So, as always. We'll talk at you at the future. It'll seem like the present. Bye. Bye. See ya. It's just a ride. Bing. Bong. Bong. He was prolapsed. <laughs> <laughs>